popping. The Drew and Mike show is rocking. And we're ready to hit the draft in just a minute here on the DealsNadi.com studios. And, of course, we're brought to you by Hall Financial. Hall Financial wants to remind you, if you think it's time to buy, the first call you need to make is to Hall Financial because they've got a ton of great programs right now that can save you money off your rate and even help with down payment assistance. Uh, Jim was talking about working out a program with uh, someone on Thursday, the 1% down program where they can give you up to $4,000 in forgivable down payment assistance for qualified buyers. That's if you're qualified, but four grand. How about that? And if you're thinking about spring summer renovations or a second home up north, take advantage of the equity in your house now. Go to our website and click the link to get started for Halls Above and Beyond Five Star Service just for our audience. Well, actually, it's for other people too, but they really take care of our people. They do. Call them first. 866 Call Hall. Be sure to tell them from where you come. And uh, wow, I got to tell you, the draft just gets bigger and bigger it's and just, bigger. It's amazing, isn't it? I'm almost hoping it goes back to it. Of course, it never will back to what it used to be. Just write them on the blackboard and let me read it in the paper the next day. Or, or give me a list in the 11 o'clock news. Oh, you're such an old man. All this shit. Those days are such over. Such an old like, man. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> it's, 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 like a, it's like a beauty pageant. Yeah. And what's with all like every player have this these pendants around their neck like like these huge dangling? I know there's I a wife fad, asked me the same question. I mean, about is the, it a fad? Is it like we're in a tie? Is, there's is, a huge is, fashion element in this. There should be fashion people. There should be a red carpet for this. The way it is now, it should be. And 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 why? They used to do one. <laughs> Why do men wear suits that are so tight now that the button almost bursts in the front? Wait, it's what like, about the short I, pants, the flood pants? Yeah, how'd that become a, look. a style? That's been a look for flood a while, pants yeah. is look. I'm uh, sorry, that is not a look. Uh, that is never a look to have flood pants on. <laughs> but I tell, it looks ridiculous. It looks <laughs> ridiculous. But but beyond the players, the whole thing is, is is so phony. Are you telling me that people flew in from 32 cities? And every team had the same group. They had a couple of people that were dressed like oh, cheerleaders, no. <laughs> a couple of guys with painted faces, and they all got the uniform on and the shoulder pads. I swear, they, they had a call for actors. They brought them all in, and they assigned them a team. Oh, Nobody booed. Everybody cheers. You know, I, I miss the days where they would hold the draft in New York, and the Jets, no matter who they picked, they hold up right there. Boo! <laughs> no, everybody's positive. Oh, God. Oh, it's a perfect but, player. Oh, well, they're all so excited. My, it's favorite, just, my favorite part about oh, that, Eli is when God. they'll be like, um, and the Lions draft Jack Campbell inside linebacker, and nobody knows who it is. The, the hardcore fans are just nope. like, yeah, or they get really excited <laughs> over a guard or a when they when the 49ers drafted Jake Jake Moody the God. kicker. Yeah. That guy was so excited, and you could actually hear him go, yeah, a kicker. It's like, <laughs> You're not that excited about a kicker. They, they, they each got probably 250 bucks to show up. Probably. They assigned him a team. They gave him the jerseys and all that. I don't care it, how much you love the team, though. Wouldn't that be fucking boring <laughs> standing there watching 30 other teams draft? <laughs> and yeah. Then, and then every team, like like the, the, the fans, were all the perfect racial mix. You had a couple of black <laughs> folks. You had a couple of white folks. You had a couple of young-looking cheerleaders. Oh, you had, you had the older guy with the, with, with, with the gray goatee with, with, with the uniform on. Look at that shoulder pad. I mean, it's just so phony. I didn't notice the racial mix of the fan bases. Was it really? Yes. Oh, my God. 
Okay, I, I know oh. I've gone overboard. I won't spend a lot of time on it, but all of this pre-draft, mock oh. draft, this, mock draft, 1.0, 2.0, Nobody knows who's going to be drafted. Why talk about it for months? Why? We talked about it. That's why I, I hear my notes. I go, we said beforehand we can't predict anything regards the draft, but still, we're all obligated to speculate. Can we promise now not to talk prior to this pathetically unpredictable situation next year. Of course not. Of course we're going to no. talk about it again. Nobody drafted. Nobody had digs in the Lions draft. Nobody had Jack Campbell that I know yeah. of. I didn't ever hear Laporta's name. He was almost a first-round pick. Yeah. I didn't well, hear any of those three. No, no, nobody no. knew. No one knew anything. Right. Well, you know why? Because those drafts only go off of like what positions are usually drafted, which is why it's rare to hear Gibbs you know, well, and the, be in any mock or, or Campbell and inside linebacker. The so they is, don't know what they're talking about. The and, people don't know what they're and, talking and, about. Right. And nobody no, leaves. Mel Kuyper does, guys. No, Mel Kuyper's yeah, right. the elite. Mel, Mel Kuyper. It's like, what it was he like? He didn't even understand what the Lions did. He goes, "Look who else was on the board at twelve? My God, they had cornerbacks, you know, or, or edge rushers. I can't believe it." And Campbell, I had him at number four. So it was like, like it doesn't make sense to him because that's not the way he he saw it going. It's well, he's just not the general joke. manager of the Detroit Lions. First of all, right, and and nobody. Second leaks. of all, you don't know until a year goes by. Right, you right. can't know if they're good draft picks. You right, don't right, know. Right. We thought DeAndre Swift was a great draft pick, and now he's only worth a fourth round. Of course, that was a Quinn pick. Well, what about all the first round picks that are busts? Yeah, right. There are a lot of busts right. in the first round, but nobody on draft night says, "Oh my God, he's going to be a bust." They go, "Oh yeah, he was high on the, everybody's board, so therefore it's a good pick." Yeah, well, or or they they think that you know, like they said about the lions. So it, it's almost like those Yelp reviews, where where five people give it a five. Oh, great service, wonderful food. Our waitress <laughs> couldn't have been nicer. And the next one's a one. We sat here as a mm. Wednesday night, and, and, and nobody waited on us. And so it's so it's that's what it's like with these. It's either a five or or a one, and that's what happened with the Lions draft. But think about this: the last three months of sports radio, sports talk has oh. been nonstop. Mock draft talk, reaction to mock drafts, mm-hmm. and then when it all is said and done and you take a look at it and you see Mel Kuyper gets one pick correct. Is that and the first one? Is that the first guy in the draft? Is that the one he got right? Because everyone should have gotten that right. <laughs> everyone knew that. He only yes. got one pick right? Yes, he took Young at number one. He got right. <laughs> but what about the other guys? What about that Peter King? Everybody got straight down. It's like filling your name out of the SAT. <laughs> Peter King got two right. He got uh, he got the number one overall pick, and he got Robinson to the Falcons at number eight. And what about Todd McShay? He got four right. So all this three months worth of radio based on these predictions that are never, I mean, they barely no, I will, even... I will defend them in, the, in this mode, is that the best thing about the draft are all the crazy trades, and no one knows. I mean, they had sure. record trade this year, yeah. and the record amount of trades, so nobody can predict that, which makes mock drafts even dumber. Well, maybe but, next year the, the sports radio should just do nonstop trade Some of them do. Trade Wait, guesses. that's how stupid that, that is. But that's even dumber. I yeah. heard, okay, I, I, I'm going to have to get this on my chest. I heard Carson Anderson talking about the long jumps, how long the long jumps were from certain guys. When they were talking about who drafted in the fifth and sixth rounds, they're talking about receivers. Well, he ran a, a four six. His long jump was ten nine, and his his twenty yard shuttle was blah blah blah. It's like what? What? So well, the best with that was um, the offensive tackle from Northern Michigan, Jake Witt, which is a great story. The guy played basketball. Recruited for basketball and then on a whim played football. It's like, oh, I'm kind of done. And they convinced him, like, no, you could probably be drafted. So he shifted off into the great story. But the reason he got drafted was because of those measurables, like his 40 time and his long jump. And I'm sitting there going, 
but he's an offensive tackle. Who cares how fast he can run the 40? Well, I, th- I, think I don't understand that either. Because they can fill in the other skill sets they think potentially. But no, see, I know, but that's ridiculous. Well, okay, so w- what it comes down to, but by the way, and nobody leaks any information. There are no, yeah, right. there are no Jack to Sharers in the in the in the, in the uh, <laughs> yeah, right. front office that are like, like you know, handing out the secrets. But what it comes down to is, we don't know whether these are great picks or not. But do you believe that Holmes, Brad Holmes, has a vision? And that's that's what I choose to believe. He's proven to be a good drafter so far, and he has a vision. And when he was so excited to get the, the running back, Gibbs, that apparently was shocked also. He said, I didn't expect to go 12. My God, you know, running backs don't go that early. But he has a vision. He sees it coming together. The greats like Belichick. Who would have thought that Belichick had all those little white receivers? But they fit in to his image that made sense. Julian Edelman was a quarterback at Kent State. Did you see what he drafted this year? A punter and a kicker. Right, right. <laughs> Drafted so, a punter and a kicker. So, well, sometimes that works, and sometimes that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I've heard a million coaches say, oh, I like picking captains of teams. I like picking uh, you know, guys who do it the right way. And, and then their team sucks. Right. Well, the Lions, the best player. Brad Holmes definitely picked a college all-star team. I mean, these guys were all really, really good in college. And I think, and obviously... They need help on defense, so everybody assumes they're going to pick defensive players. Would he have taken if Will Anderson, the edge rusher, had been question. available? I don't know. But maybe he saw that, that it wasn't going, so he made the trade for 6-12. and 12. But, uh, you know, obviously his, his thought was, and we didn't realize it, was that he wants to give the boy wonder, the offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, incredible weapons to play with. So you got well, you got pass catchers who run, you got runners who catch passes. You can you can see you can, you can see St. Brown on sweeps. You can see this Gibbs in a slot so they're going to be a could be the most varied offense ever. Yeah. Oh, and they, they got, got some and, tools. And yeah. they got Goff who's a, who's the most accurate passer in the league. It's an amazing we go from this time last year. What are we going to do to get rid of Jared Goff? Jared Goff? And now they're building a team around Goff, so, you know. I don't know why everybody absolutely, I don't know why so many people hated Jared Goff. He wasn't <laughs> that bad. He was never that bad. Because he's not that good. They hated Matthew yeah, Stafford I mean, Mark, here. you hated him. I you hate, no. Yes, you him. did. You hated him <laughs> when he started. Footage. You did. I, I have all the footage. <laughs> you hated him. I did not say I hated him. I said I think he's an average quarterback. <laughs> no, never... no, no. You did not think he was an average quarterback. You thought he was a terrible quarterback. I don't, I don't think he's that good. <laughs> I think he's just another NFL quarterback, and, and he's Grossly over. I think he's pretty. Good. I don't know. He had a pretty good year last year. You and Barbara can All talk right. about. We'll is see. It, is it? Is it? Is it policy? We'll see, he just had a great year. Is it, is Do you think he's golf? worth the money? Uh, I don't know. I mean, when you're saying he's not worth the money, I yeah, mean, plenty of cap space. So oh yeah, yeah, he's worth. The I money. thought they played. I thought he played very well for the money last year. The going rate for a start. By the way, uh, that guy uh, signed for fifty some a year. Didn't he, Lamar Jackson? <laughs> so, yeah. so you know, we we criticized Lamar Jackson for not having a hey, an agent, and, and, and you know, and <laughs> he some made of the out. Thi- some of the things he wrote were just you know, like an eighth grader wouldn't wouldn't pass English writing that stuff. But he played it brilliantly <laughs> because he used Jalen Hurts. Agent, and he went back and said to these guys, "Look, this is what they gave Hertz. I got better numbers than him. I've been at MVP. I've been to the Super Bowl." And so I said, "Just give me a little more than him." They took Hertz contract two fifty five, added five million. Took the guaranteed money one eighty, added five million, and said, "Here it is." He said, "Fine, he'd have to pay an agent." So he saved five percent. So he's making a lot more than Hertz. Yeah. Let me ask you something. He's a good agent. Um, would you guys <laughs> rather have right now Jalen Hertz or Lamar Jackson? Who would I rather have? Yeah, who would you rather have? Hurts. Hurts. I'd rather have Hurts. Why would you rather have Hurts? Younger. I just think he's more, uh, he's a better passer for One. More recent MVP candidate than Lamar. Seems smarter, maybe. Mm. I I feel more comfortable with him running an offense, just all around. I mean, I think 
Jackson's a better runner, obviously. But then again, but, you put Lamar in with, with the Philadelphia Eagles, yeah. and he could be doing the same things because that's a good team top to bottom, right. and they had a good draft, too. They're Is probably going to be yeah. the Super Bowl front runners. It's, I mean, he is a former MVP. I no, was, I like him. I just think he's – I'm not sure – you know, Michael Vick was an incredible athlete, too. But yeah. he just – until he matured as a passer, yeah. and, and then at that point he didn't want to run the ball that much. I, and so think, his great athletic days were kind of passing. I, I, think, Lamar, either, I think Lamar is a good passer, though. Yeah, he well, – I, I don't know. The Ravens don't score a lot of points. I don't know why they don't score a lot of points. I'm not sure whose fault is that. Name that a receiver on that team. He's been, he's been hurt a little bit, too. But, you know, it's just so bizarre to see how – well, I, actually, this how this Lions team now is not built around a quarterback like that. It's mm-hmm. built around Goff, where Goff doesn't run, but the other guys are on the move all the time. It, it'll be very interesting. And, and speaking of some who love him and some who hate him, you are down on Hendon Hooker, who they're raving about. But raving about. I mean, Hendon Hooker, Offensive Player of the Year in the SEC, Heisman Trophy candidate. You know, fifty-eight touchdown passes, five interceptions. So, oh, he had two great years there. He did. He You're really a did. hooker. But he, I mean, he tore his ligaments up too i mean he's gonna miss his yeah. first year but that doesn't matter he wouldn't have played here next year anyway how old is he 25 20 he's 25 he's the same age as lamar jackson who we just said we'd rather have somebody else because they're younger <laughs> well hooker will be it's true hooker will be 20, crazy, 26 before he really takes a snap in the nfl i think isn't he gonna miss this right, whole well, i'm season? just saying that's what's uh, crazy he's gonna miss it. a season or the not, same age as lamar but yeah um, the Lions have the Lions have speed now. They just have. They do. You know, yeah. I've been thinking of uh, you know uh, Hertz and, and and Jackson who run, but they got they got this this Gibbs is, is fast. They got yeah, I was gonna say St. about Brown Gibbs. is fast. They got they got a lot of a lot. Brad of Holmes had a press conference today, and he goes, "Don't look at it as drafting a running back with that pick. Look at it as drafting a weapon." It made me think. Yeah, if he had a WR next to him, because he was great last year, probably the best he's running great. back. No, in he's the really good. He is. So people would people be complaining that much, myself included, if it was a wide receiver next to it? I don't know. Well, okay, here's my question about Gibbs. They could have drafted sixth and picked Robinson. If they were picking a running back, oh, I think Robinson is a cut above Gibbs myself. Really? But I, I just haven't I haven't seen Robinson play nearly as much be. as I've seen Gibbs. I love Gibbs. You Super could tight. be right. The point is Holmes has a vision for how it fits together. He ha- he sees this guy as being more appropriate for his team than Bijan Robinson. Well, he also got it's, a tight end out of it. He got Laporta. Right. So Laporta and right. Gibbs versus Robinson, that's the different equation. Maybe that's, I mean, and, maybe Laporta's going to be a great player. I thought they were happy with their tight ends. I didn't realize they were so determined to replace Hawkinson. Who are the other? I mean, t- who, I mean when this, this Lions uh, turnstile of tight ends has driven me crazy over the years. They've drafted how many tight ends in the first round? Ebron and Hawkinson and uh, Pet- Pettigrew? Yeah, Pettigrew. Yeah, Pettigrew and well, they got Brock like- Wright and James Mitchell. Yeah, yeah and they've got okay. a third guy, too, who caught a couple touchdown passes. Zilstra. Remember? Zilstra. Zilstra. They got th- those three guys caught, I think, ten touchdown passes after Hawkinson was gone. And it's, it's, I don't understand why. Okay, can somebody explain to me? What is Hawkinson? What made it? I realize he was unsigned, but what was so unrealistic about signing Hawkinson? I'm just asking because I don't know. Well, you know, another thing that we're not talking about is that a lot of these guys that he's gotten rid of, whether it's Swift or Hawkinson, were not people that he drafted. Swift I have no problem with. Hawkinson, though, is he's a good ball player. He is. I think Eli's right. 
Yeah, no, that's true. And so he's, he, it's just, uh, uh, but is Hawkinson, because you didn't draft him, does that really change him as a player? I mean, Swift has no, 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 issues. No, They're no, going to have to no, pay a lot to n- keep him. Not at all. It's just with, with Ben Johnson and Holmes and this vision they have, they see the pieces they want in there. And there's subtle differences that maybe we don't even notice. But they see the whole the whole picture of how it's all going to fit together and make this offense okay, better. How much, how much will the Vikings have to play Hay Hawkinson? What is it that's so unreasonable that he's going to get? He did catch 84 passes last year. I mean, he he was very productive. Well, I, I don't know. But I just wondered how much is it, is he going to be so much money that the Lions would have to you know give something else What'd up? What they get for Hawkinson? I forget already. They got a second round pick, right? Or they traded second round and third second round for a third right. round well, or something they, like that. And there's a conditional pick. It's maybe it's they not. Got, a, it's kind of a not a so, great well, trade. So they drafted a tight end that they want more. They used those draft picks to get uh, uh, Hendon or Hook. Uh, I mean Hooker. And uh, the other, uh, the safety they got in the second round, Branch. Branch, I think it was. So it's all it's all part of a little chess game they play, and it's impossible for us to know unless know, we have I, a. I'm st- I struggle to even keep up with the Hawkinson trade because there's there's four draft picks that go back and forth. I think in there the Lions get like one round sooner or a few picks sooner. <laughs> it wasn't. I didn't think they got that much for him, and then they had to spend a high pick on Laporta. But they made that that trade for number six that. Got them an extra pick. So Hawkinson's about Hawkinson's about twenty million. Sam Laporta will be nine point seven because you know they're all scaled. So you know they got an extra pick. Seven million, ten million. The other the other thing I was going to say the reason I like Gibbs much more than Bijan Robinson is Gibbs catches passes. Bijan Bijan Robinson does too. He caught nineteen last year. Well, he caught twenty twenty nine the year before. I think they don't throw as much as Bama does. Bijan Robinson is considered a good receiver. He's more of a runner, Bijan Robinson, and they got David Montgomery, who's going to be their 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 bull of a back. And they picked up Mo Ibrahim, the Minnesota running back, as an undrafted free agent. Know that? (laughs) So they they just see a role for him that's just different, and I think they would have stuck with DeAndre. Andre Swift, but he's but he's hurt all the time. So uh, Ryan Rogers goes to the Jets. I was thinking about Rogers not just because he goes to the Jets, but when he was drafted in two thousand and five, he was the twenty fourth pick. Yeah, and the camera was on him before every pick, and it's hugely embarrassing. And Will Levis played that role this time. He was he was on the camera the entire night. You know, cuts to him and all his the girlfriend. time and his family. You know, and and, and he had even said, "I'm I'm not only going to go if I know I'm going to be a high pick." And so you know, he was at, uh, he, he was a little embarrassed by that. His girlfriend was hot. She was. She got a bunch of new followers. Eli, she got herself a boner army out of it. Can I, can I, can I, so you, you sent me a, uh, uh, Brandon sent a link today about this, uh, Dunn, this Olivia Dunn, who I get confused. Oh, yeah. Now she's different than Olivia Munn, right? Olivia yes, Munn. Yes, that's an actress. Olivia <laughs> Dunn is a gymnast with a boner <laughs> army. I know. So she's got 7.2 million boners, tic- TikTok followers. Yes. And there was a big flap, I guess, because after a recent gymnastics meet, there were so many people to see her boners. afterwards. Boners. 15 year old guys. <laughs> Who got no shot at all? What are they even doing there? I, I know no it's shot. so stupid. Oh, and so God, she's in she's in Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. I'm like, why? She takes a picture that's going to show more than Sports Illustrated every day. That's all she does is take hot pictures. Did you read her interview uh, that she gave to Sports Illustrated? I, too? Did, I did not. She's still very mad at the New York Times article. 
um, that's basically saying, hey, you know, these college athletes are still selling sex with the NIL. And she took great umbrage with that. I'm like, what does she think well, she's well, selling? I looked her she's up just today. a gymnast, she, Drew. She, she puts her ass in every no, shot those are, for th- good no, reason. No, those yeah. are gymnastics routines. <laughs> oh, okay. Just ask her. So, sure. So, so what is she? So she's got seven. I'm not on TikTok. She's got seven. You're not? 7.2 million Followers, yeah. that's an incredible number. Does she have more than that on Instagram? I mean, she, so what, what? What? What can she show them besides TNA? Is she giving them philosophy? Is she gymnastics? Is she giving them health, health it's, hits? It's all new angles of her tits and her ass. Four different million angles, oh, four million different million. outfits. Doing gymnastics. Here you are. Not four always million. Rarely hours. doing gymnastics. And she's there making she uh, uh, Look, different angle of her tits. Different angle. <laughs> this is a routine, Look right, Mark? Different cleavage. <laughs> That's there, what she says. Together oh, there. Yeah, and you're she's, just mad. And she's upset about getting called hot. Pretty much, yeah. Brandon, read some comments. God, I think she wants me. Oh my God, I want to buy those pillows. <laughs> Oh, stop trying to get me back. It's getting weird. Are, People are pretending like uh, she love you, love you, baby, sexy. sexy. Yeah. Wow, beautiful. wow, beautiful. Please respond to me. Oh God. Oh God. Just... Oh, fart on oh. my face, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Will you go to the prom with me? Yes, yeah, sure. I'll go back to high school for That's you, hot. jerk. Hot. Oh, look at all the emojis on that one. Uh, she looks like every girl at my school. What? Okay, so that was turd digger th- that said that one. Turd digger. How does she? make the money where does the money she's, come from she's got an audience of eight million people oh, advertising well, she puts ads out on posts oh, okay so so people pay her to put a put uh yeah and she's got nil get, money too just like dylan mulvaney <laughs> 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 yeah, dylan mulvaney same day same way different crowd because eli didn't see it there was a very odd report about, and we haven't talked about Carter, who was su- a subject of so much interest, but there was a report on him, and Eli didn't see uh, someone who I thought made a redundant report on his penis. What? Yes. names that we're hearing is Jalen Carter, the D-tackle from Georgia, just won a national championship with the Bulldogs. Big, big guy, 6'3", 315 pounds. He could make an immediate impact, a day one starter because of his ability to create pressure. People are pressure. angry because it's redundant. They didn't feel she needed to say that. I thought she said, oh, Jesus. She just slipped, obviously. But okay, she that's, did? That, well, maybe not. That's the other thing. The Lions did pass on Jalen Carter. They passed on a potential monster in the so defensive did, line. Uh, so did eight other teams. I know. Yeah. I can't believe Which that. is about, you know, Big dick, big guy. <laughs> big dick. Jesus. Well, uh, you know, honestly... I I think there are, there are issues with him, and yeah. I thought the Jamison Williams thing. I thought that really may have affected their thinking. Like, geez, we just we may have really bet wrong on somebody in the last yeah. year in the first round. Can I we agree. afford to do that again? This is this is the whole character thing. They used to give him the the Wonderlick test. Although, what's his name uh, Stroud flunked miserably on the on the uh, what, what yeah know, Hooker didn't do that well either. Yeah. Uh, I noticed that Carter, when he did speak, he he was crying, and I wasn't sure why he was crying. Did you guys notice that? Because I he made a comment about how I'm going to show these people I should have been the number one pick. Mm. He seemed angry that he wasn't picked first. 
Well, look in the mirror. Blame himself, yeah. You you, you drive 100 miles an hour in a a race and two people die. That says a lot. Show up fat for for the combine. I I immediately told the crowd, too, as soon as I I think I was watching just the ESPN version. I don't know if it was NFL Network, but as soon as he was drafted, they brought up his rap sheet, like right there on the program. They mentioned 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 it. Sure. That's got to explain why he dropped. I mean, but but also, but I'm with you, Eli. I think the fact that he showed up overweight and kind of out of shape was a big. Red he flag. couldn't Absolutely. finish the drills. Yeah, he couldn't finish the drills. Imagine that? That's crazy. Much no, bigger red flag. That. And it wasn't that long after the season. That a season ended like January 15th. This was like a month later, and he couldn't finish the drills. But my point was the fact that he was crying, and if he was crying because he was mad that he wasn't picked first, which he seemed to be, I don't know. I, I just feel like, wow, you, you're you out of your mind if you think that you're not responsible for there that, first of all. Yeah. And second of all, um, I've heard no remorse about the two people that died in the accident. I've heard him say, oh, these misdemeanors are nothing, right. and uh, it's no big right. deal. But I've heard right. no remorse about being in a drag Good. race with people that were killed, who he knows very well. Good point. None. I'll tell you who. Um, there's his rap sheet. President seen of car crash. No, he left the scene. He totally bolted. He showed up two hours later and lied. Went back and forth on this pick. And Drew Rosenhaus, the agent, called Howie Roseman today to begin to try to work him and put Jalen Carter on the phone with the Eagles to try to convince them to take him. I think early in this process... I, I didn't notice Drew Rosenhaus is with him every Carter step of the way. <laughs> feel like they the massaged that, that statement. What do you mean present at scene where two died? No, he he left the scene and came back and lied. Allegedly. Well, he, he was there when they died and then he left. He was there when they died. Because yeah. he was in a, in a a race with them. I thought he just bolted though. He didn't stop to help. Well, he's he's a little overweight. He's a little heavy. And now his new assistant coach in Philadelphia, Matt Patricia, oh, is even fatter and heavier. And and I, I think Lion fans should get a little bit of satisfaction out of this because he <laughs> failed miserably when he went back to uh, uh, New England to be an off to call, do the play call. That's it right. Was a huge mess. And then he gets hired to just be on the defensive staff hmm. at Philadelphia, where Ooh. where Darius Slay. Hates him for the way he was treated here. But oh, that's right. Yeah. Why would Philadelphia hire that's him? That's a bizarre fit. That's know. weird. Don't quite get it. What but round did Jalen Carter's mom go? She looks pretty big. She'd be a disruptor on that defensive line. You see her? Well, oh, she carries the ball really well, though. Okay. Um, did, it, did, it, did anyone, and I'm throwing this out to anyone if you want to drop an email or a message or whatever. Did anyone feel the virtue signaling about these guys she was is. over the top? Oh, about all the wonderful all the charity they work they do and how wonderful they are. I, I mean, it was. I thought it was like the old Olympic days when they used to go crazy. Oh, he overcame a bedwetting problem, and <laughs> his uh, father used to do this, and he overcame this and that, and he almost had his leg amputated. And I mean, it was like one thing after another with the Olympics. They loved giving you an extra reason to root for people. I thought they were they were crazy with virtue signal. I thought that they were just doing it to kill time because yeah, they have eight it. hours of straight coverage every day. Yeah, and it's but just you didn't get the impression that every guy is the most wonderful person. Yeah, you, I mean, you watch college game day; those right. stories are on all the time. Right. Remember, remember when when uh, we talked about this when Blake Corum 
they had the camera on him. He comes down the tunnel at the half, uh-huh. and he st- there's, there's nobody there except the kid in the wheelchair. He takes five seconds to talk to the kid before he goes in the field. <laughs> and those announcers <laughs> made him sound just like he's, spoke to they, someone in a he's, wheelchair. A, he's, he's Nelson Mandela all over again. <laughs> so, so that's that's it's all part of this. It's all a sell job. It's so fake and so phony. And the older I get, I look at this shit and I go, my. God, I just, just give me why, the draft. Just tell did, me who you picked. How do you get everyone to participate so kindly in it, though? Because, yeah. I mean, a lot of people have to be getting cynical like you are. You know better. I know better. It's all hero worship. People love it. They're just So that's it. just part of the job and yep. everyone just does it. Yep. Okay. Yep. What about the moms? It was all moms, very few dads. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice that. I only the, noticed the dad, the one dad that slapped that ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was um, Van Ness. Or yeah, Van Ness's dad slapped. Uh, that girlfriend was very pretty. They slapped her ass twice. No kidding. Yeah, when he got drafted, he slapped his son's girlfriend's ass. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, just like J.J. Uh, McCarthy, right? What? J.J. McCarthy? Well, didn't his dad uh, grab his, his girlfriend's ass or whatever? Oh, I think oh, people, yeah. were, people were trying to say that, yeah, at the bowl game. I, I didn't I, see I, this guy. Who Who is it? He spanked her ass. What's his name? I, I, I mean, he like literally put his 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 hand back, spanked once, nice. and spanked twice. Yeah, all right. His name is Lucas Van Ness. I'll bring up. The I list. tweeted out the picture for one of them. I think one of the spankings. You know, should we? Should we, you, you talked about how there's been no remorse with Jalen Carter. Should we give a little credit to John Morant, who's number two seated? Memphis Grizzlies were upset by the seventh-seeded L.A. Lakers who weren't even supposed to make the playoffs. And they come into the first round, and they beat them and blow them out by 40 points in the last game. Here's the spanking, Eli. Let me see. It's coming. There she is. Let me see. Oh, damn. Oh, well, nice. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a creep. What a groomer. I, I, it, was more of a, it was more of a butt pat than a spanking. <laughs> anyway, Moran said, I just got to be better with my decision-making. Uh, Off-the-court issues affected us as, as an organization, and I need to show more discipline. Oh, so now you realize it. For you, yeah. Fine. Mm. If they would have won the championship, do you think you would have realized it? Well, then why is he suing that 17-year-old civilly if know. he needs to make better decisions? <laughs> did you hear that? Yeah, I did hear that. They're, they're, they're kids, the, the life happens fast, and they live their lives in reverse, and a lot of them are not mature enough to handle it, like Jalen Carter and our boy Jamison Williams here, who hopefully will grow up a little bit. But I think you're right, Mark. I think the fact that um, Jamison Williams, who they were so excited about, has turned out to be kind of an idiot, mm. that Carter was just too hot to handle. And they went with, you got to have oh, character, that, guys. That pick is free. Right, it's you got it from the Rams. It's a free pick. Why not roll the dice on a guy who could be, you know, he could change the face of that defense. I eight people passed. I mean, it's not just the Lions, but yeah, it's just surprising. The next big draft comes up in May. Of course, Pistons haven't won a playoff game in forever, but everybody be watching on May May sixteenth. No matter what game happens to be on. To see whether they get Victor Wambayama, who will change the int- one player can make the difference in the basketball. Whether it's a Isaiah made the difference here, and LeBron made the difference in Cleveland, and Jabbar made the difference in, in Milwaukee, it can it can happen. And, that guy and, will be fun. Oh, but other than that, um, we got a tough situation on our hand, and the pro teams in this town, Woo! the Tigers. I don't know what happened today. They were trailing four three in the fifth. They're on perfect pace. To win, lose 100 games now, 62 and 100 to be their, their, their record. And their best player, 
their best player, which is their pitcher, Eduardo Rodriguez, you 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 realize, of course, that he's not going to be here after this year. <laughs> he only has a two-year deal? Well, they, they gave him an opt-out after oh, two man. years. Why did the players get the opt-out? Because I don't otherwise, get it. Otherwise, he wouldn't have come here. And so they're either going to trade. He skipped six weeks of the season last year. Shouldn't the, shouldn't they get a little something in return <laughs> for that? And where's the mental health break guy? He was supposed to be ten days. Oh, He's yeah, been more Austin than ten Meadows, days. Yeah, but um, <laughs> where's where the is mental he? health break <laughs> guy? <laughs> well, isn't it, I mean, don't people call him the mental health break now? Because who remembers his name? He hasn't been around Aust- much. Aust- that, 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 let's be Meadows. Yeah. Let's try and be a little more politically correct when well, it comes I, to I, that. I I believe I I take him at his word. I don't believe. <laughs> He would miss Eli. all these games if he didn't feel he had to. But, you know, at some point you have to say, well, that's not a really a place on the roster well used by someone who simply right. can't play. And we think he was he would be a good player. We haven't really seen much. But all you see on this team is the recycling of mediocre I'm players. I'm on the screen, Mark, for some reason. The, the Matons oh. and the, 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 the Veerlings, they, they all replace the Castros and the Robbie Grossmans and the Candelarios, just average players coming through. To help us lose 100 games a year. But um, that's all I got. Okay, I want to go back to one note. thing. Um, <laughs> I thought the Jonas Brothers being on the desk for the NFL draft, <laughs> that was, I mean, why not invite Dylan Mulvaney while you're at it? Jesus. The, the Jonas Brothers? To talk about the draft? What? That doesn't hell. make any sense. What, are they trying to draw female teenagers or females in their 20s what i mean i wanted to fire a ball at that desk just to see him go ah! <laughs> not only that funny if somebody had thrown a ball and they ducked not only that drew but screaming they were on forever exactly and not only that they let kevin speak the most i know the, the one who has no business being in the band who has no solo career whatsoever how about the gratuitous bullshit on round two of all the military people out there, and then the, and then the USA chant? Come on! I love when give Goodell. me a break and Goodell with fifty the fifty million dollar a year commissioner yeah. like, like shaking their hands, yeah. thanking them for their service. Yeah, no, I, it's really phony. embarrassing. I can't believe what a phony show it is. I, you know, between <laughs> that and the it's everything but a flyover, it's just ridiculous. They had a flyover. They had a, oh, they did. <laughs> of course, they did. <laughs> <laughs> and they they had musical guests. It was a, uh, it was a big show. Let, let's just go back to the blackboard. Do you want to? Uh, <laughs> oh, Eli, do you want to move the blackboard oh, and the jet fans? This might the, be oh, wait, breaking news for Eli. I was wondering if you wanted to eulogize Cardinals legend Mike Shannon. Oh, Mike Shannon died. Oh, God, he has to be. Old. Nobody knows who, who Mike that? Shannon is in this audience. Played third, <laughs> Played base, third base for the, for the Cardinals, Cardinals against the uh, uh, Tigers. Speaking of that age, oh, I am taking. To the ball game on Wednesday versus the Mets, ninety-three-year-old Ray Lane. Razor. Razor. Was the last time he was at a game? I don't know. He's ninety-three. He looks good. He looks I saw your picture. He's lonely. His daughter oh. is just thrilled that I'm going to take him to a game. Oh. And it's funny because she, she's telling me about all these incredible stories of what happened back then with the the announcers. Tra- he was the Tiger uh, uh, color commentary with Ernie Harwell for five years. 60, or maybe six or seven years, 60, late 60s, early 70s. And I just said, you know, nobody cares anymore. Nobody remembers. They're great stories about, you know, babysitting K-Line's kids and the, the stuff that happened behind the scenes. But 
nobody remembers. On, you know, I, know. I, I realized about 15 yeah. years ago, I was making a, a speech to some high school or something, and I mentioned Mickey Mantle, and I got a bunch of blank looks. Oh, God. <laughs> I heard a fucking Mickey Mantle. How, oh, you know, I, I don't think that kind of history plays as well it because it doesn't i remember as a kid knowing who babe ruth was i knew the whole list of the top yeah. home run hitters sure. of all time and um i don't know I, maybe it was baseball cards that got me really yeah. into, yep. into it but um I, I wanted to mention one other thing about the uh, nfl draft the shout outs the, the people who came up and gave the shout outs and, and my son and daughter and watching at home. That's that well, one guy. it was Marcus, typically it, it from their group or to some group. Yeah, and they yeah. were trying to, uh, what about the Canadian influencer? Oh, Should you want to see that? that? Guy? Yeah. That did you see great. this clown Eli? I don't know if I did or not. He was giving the bills pick and no one knew who he was. He has millions of followers. Because really? he's an influencer, but nobody knows who the fuck he is. Yeah, his name is. You have sexy pictures like Olivia Dunn. <laughs> if you were a nineteen-year-old girl, you know, you'd know who he was. But nobody in this NFL Eli, crowd knows this guy. If you're guy. into that kind of thing, it would be called sexy pictures because he's <laughs> shirtless on his Instagram. But yeah, there he is. His name is Josh Richards, and here's his. Uh, Never heard of him. And why is he? Why does he have millions of followers? What does he do? He's cute. He makes <laughs> funny oh jokes. Yo, what is up, Bills Mafia? Oh, get lost. Okay, okay. Well, you see, there, there's the guy. There's one of the, there's one of the paid actors. Because obviously he flew from Buffalo to Kansas City on, on a large, hoping he can get on camera. No, he's in the front row because he was hired. That guy loves the Bills. What are yeah. you talking about? Well, they all do. Look at him. He's going to know who this draft well, we pick is. We love this influencer, too. I want to see what he has to say. Okay, okay. Kansas City, chill with the booing, all right? I got a lot of love for you, too. You got some of the best barbecue in America, all right? Uh, you guys did win the Super Bowl last year, <laughs> led by Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, they know. We know. But that was last year. This is this year, all right? I thought you this liked draft them. This in my hands going to help Josh Allen and the boys go to the Super Bowl and win it all. So without further ado, with the 91st pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Buffalo Bills select Dorian Williams. Linebacker, two lanes. Let's go. Watch the fans there. No, They've they, never heard of him. Watch no him look crazy. I have one other complaint. Did you notice how many of these shout-out type people would go to without further ado? Were they instructed to say without further ado? I swear to God, so many people said without further ado, it was blowing my mind. Which And further ado means, I know I've been talking too long exactly. and you're bored yes, to death. So here's exactly. What, here's, here's what I actually came to do. Like, uh, when you run into trouble, and you don't, just say without further ado. They all said it. It was bizarre. They can't, that many people could not have thought to say without further ado. I did That's see impossible. The, uh, I did see the Make-A-Wish kid. I thought kid. he was who, great, who, man. Who, the 14-year-old Make-A-Wish yeah. kid? Yeah. Jets, Jets, Jets. Kid. That kid was yeah. a blast. Yeah. <laughs> this is the 15th overall pick. Look how pumped that dude is. Fired up. He reminds me of a lot of 14 year olds who love their teams. The is proud to be part Shut of up, Goodell. He's going to say without further ado, I bet. Make a wish grants. Just let the kid With do it, Goodell. Day, only a couple days away. I'm joined by Kyle. Is the NFL Pickles, going to write off for doing this? Yes. A Make-A-Wish kid who battled and overcame bone No, cancer. they just want to align with every good charity in America and make it look like it's. Because they're just great humanitarians that run Wait, the let's NFL. Let's hear Kyle's uh, speech. Not to be a dick. Goodell just said he overcame it too. He still gets, still gets the wish. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's a good point. It was post wish. He got better post wish. Kyle's wish is to announce the first round 
pick. I mean, he could I mean, aim a little higher. Wait, for... There's another kid, though, who hasn't overcome whatever he's overcome. That's what I mean. Didn't he get the wish? Yes, yes exactly. Right. Kyle. What a great I mean, point. Kyle... How about a kid in a wheelchair who's going to mean <laughs> something? This kid too. looks way too healthy. Kyle has way more energy than I do. Why don't? Why am I not announcing the pick? And by the way, if you get a make a wish, why don't you aim a little higher than a trip to Kansas City? <laughs> I'd like all of you to join me in cheering on Kyle as his wish comes true. I think his Kyle, wish was to get better, which he did. Live. It's not much of a wish, is it? No! We, free trip to Kansas City and an announcement. Thank you, thank you, Mr. Goodell. I'd also like to thank the NFL, shout out. the New York Jets, and the Make-A-Wish shout Foundation out, shout out. of Northeastern New York for giving me this opportunity tonight. I mean, he could have gone to the Knicks game with Aaron Rodgers today. That would have been a better wish. They auditioned about 15 kids, and he was the best. With the 15th pick <laughs> so in the 2023 NFL draft, he's good. The New York Jets. <laughs> oh, you, you, you think it just happened so to be I this kid by Will chance? <laughs> no one knows who Will McDonald the fourth is. I think he showed up at the audition too with all the with all the, the fans. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> but look at the way they're dressed. Look at the way they're dressed. It was everyone. Like, everyone at a protest is bussed in by someone, and everyone at yeah. the NFL draft is paid. I can just see them all go through the like like the room. All the clothes in the racks. You know, you know pick out your Bills gear. What you're gonna wear? Yeah. Gonna, no one well, does anything real we're anymore. Comes at eight forty four. Just be ready. But how often have we seen those super NFL fans, you know, that they put in the Hall of Fame? None of those guys are at the draft. <laughs> How'd they all get there? Do they get there on their no, own they money? Don't, they don't. They're all I... from Kansas. Everyone's from Kansas City wearing a different uniform. Yep. It was a lot. I, I got to tell you, show. It, looks, it's an entertainment it just show. looks so boring to me. And I imagine my hip hurting as I'm standing there for hours listening to people get drafted who I have no fucking idea who they are, especially day two and three. Uh, yeah, the right. same number of people show up on days two and three. There are a lot of people there. Um, oh. I, I love watching the late, <laughs> late draft runs. On TV, so, I like watching it. That's what I mean. In person, I would, I'd would be in tears. You know what I a lot be. of it was, Drew? Because they had like that VIP area, then they had that secondary area, and then they have like the park. Most people were just in the park. It was a lot of uh, parents with their kids, their little kids. Oh, little kids stuck at the <sighs> NFL draft? That'd be yeah, torture. Gets, hey, believe me. <laughs> you don't know anyone. Anyway, uh, the number one reason people put up with glasses and contacts in order to avoid LASIK and other surgical solutions isn't what the cost is, isn't that they don't think it's effective, it isn't because they like to wear contacts and glasses. No, the reason is fear, but it need not be. LASIK is perfectly safe in the hands of an expert like Dr. Yaldo, as are the multifocal implants for people 40-plus who want to be free of reading glasses and bifocals. Dr. Yaldo, free of charge, assesses your individual situation with a comprehensive evaluation and recommends a procedure and won't touch you unless he's 100% sure you're going to be so thrilled with the results you rush home and tell your friends all about it. That's why he's become the most trusted and the most experienced eye surgeon in the Midwest. LASIK and lens implants are all safe, quick, painless, and they change people's lives. So call 800-398-EYES, go to yaldoeyesunder.com and save 1500 on custom LASIK by simply mentioning this fine podcast. Hey, get out of here. All right, see you guys later. Brilliant. Get them out of here. That's funny. I really did not. I took those cheerleader people at their word. I just thought, God, <laughs> they really spent money and flew in for the NFL draft. I mean, it's teams of the West Coast. That's a long flight yeah. to go stand there in your stupid colors on your face, your face painted. 
Hotel well, rules we'll know, probably well, are paid. Well, no, next year because it's here, isn't it? Isn't yes, next year, it is so here. Awesome. Let us know if anybody's getting approached to pretend to be a Patriots fan. Uh, uh, Mark Duggan is scouting uh, in Kansas. <laughs> Mark Duggan scouting in Kansas City. All the Detroit people are out there uh, uh, taking notes. Lila, get out of here before Lila. Lila, Lila. Yikes. It's time for another Train with Lane dog training tip. Not many people know this, but your dog's misbehavior can be controlled with vague threats spoken in plain English. Try putting your dog on probation. If that doesn't work, try double secret probation. Still misbehaving? Looks like it's time for triple last chance probation. If your pup is still not getting it, you may have to enforce an arbitrary streak count based on a dead baseball player. Your dog is sure to understand you now. And that's your Train with Lane dog training tip. All right. Um, you know, one of the things we love doing this show is when you guys support our sponsors, just like Greg H., Tanya T., Vincent S., JT, and Amanda K. did. We do love that. I do love it. It's huge. Uh, those we need guys. need to pick a legacy winner, by the way. I have and the list. Okay. Brother. I got uh, to cut it up and put it in a hopper for you. Oh, okay. It's very small print. Okay, we can do it a little later. In the show. Um, <laughs> or a hat, Brandon. I'm sorry. You don't like my use of a hopper. Uh, but yeah, Greg H., Tiny T., Vincent S., JT, and Amanda K., they all just recently purchased a vehicle at Zot Ford and Holly. So why don't you do it next? If you're in the market for something new or even pre-loved, or if you just want to sell your car, please give our friends at Zot a shot. They've been with us since the very beginning, and they love taking care of you. So get out there today. You can get a new 22 Ford Bronco Sport Big Bend all-wheel drive as low as $2.98 a month or buy the damn thing with 1.9% financing for 72 months or stop by Zod and lease a new 22 Ford Explorer XLT four-wheel drive for as low as $2.82 a month. That's more, that's more than I paid uh, for my Ford. Um, or buy this cheeky bastard with 1.9% financing. For 72 months. Finally, go lease the new 224 F-150 Super Crew XLT 4x4 at $244 a month or lower. Yes, you could actually save another 20 to 50 bucks a month if you qualified for a Ford private offer. Ooh la la. Give Anthony or Gabara a call today. See if you're eligible. Plus, you can buy this bad boy with 2.9% financing for 72 months as well. Get all the details. You can search Zotford's banging inventory at dealsinthed.com. And uh, speaking of that drawing, how do you get into the drawing? Everybody wants to know, right? It's Legacy Partners. When was the last time you checked your home or auto insurance rate? Should do it. Adam at, Green should do it at least once a year. Better yet, let Hold Legacy up. do it. Let Legacy Partners Insurance do it for you. They keep an eye on your rates, and they're continuously shopping all the carriers all the time to make sure you have the best program. And if you haven't called them this year, then call them now. Because you'll probably get all pissed off at your current provider when you find out how much Legacy is going to save you. Damn right. Not only does Legacy do home and auto, they also have great life insurance programs that can get you signed up for Medicare or Medicaid. Give them a call today for any insurance need at 586-209-4106. Or you can just go to our website, click on the link. It's right there. Mackenzie Weller. As well. And finally, the Lady Jane. You can walk into any Lady Jane's for an award-winning haircut experience and automatically enter for your chance to win not one, but two vehicles of your choice Courtesy of Les Stanford Buick GMC of Ferndale. That's right. Go get a wicked, awesome haircut. It's Lady Jane's open seven days a week. Walk in anytime. It is wicked awesome. Well, uh, I know I try to remember this because I know everyone isn't this way, but I am consumed with numbers. And it dawned on me that my whole life 
has really been consumed with numbers because when you play baseball, you're only as good as your batting average. So I always felt when I hit 229 in college, my junior year, I swear it was like I felt like I was walking around 229 on my forehead for a whole year. Yeah. It was just the worst feeling. And then going into radio, it's ratings and the obsession with, with numbers, numbers, numbers. So that's what's in a way it's kind of cool with podcasting because you see downloads. And then, of course, you know, downloads aren't always right, but eventually you sort of get to the bottom of it and you're, you know, and you do see ranks, too, in categories and things like that. We would have such high ratings. There's too many numbers now. I know. There, There's too uh, many ways to measure too many things. Well, the thing about podcasts, I think when they're properly measured, you know, when you do have a good measurement, that's so much better than what TV and radio do. Those yeah. diaries. Mm-hmm. Come on. That's ridiculous. And giving people 15 minutes for five minutes of listening a quarter hour? That's crazy. Yep. But um, anyway, YouTube has, has now given me a whole new way to look at numbers because it's another thing I can be measured by. And we had a good weekend this weekend because we had the, Bentley and I, after much debate, put up the 18-year-old that was interviewed brilliantly by Kimberly Clegg, Craig, the mm-hmm. guy that was pulling people over with his police lights. Mm-hmm. Which was really funny. Up I in Waterford, was, yeah, it was a great interview. Yeah, it, it did really well. And then we put the cops thing up this morning with the mom and the daughter that had the same boyfriend. And that one's doing well. So anyway, I was kind of excited about it. But I'm pissed because, again, some asshole responds, LOL, only 7K subscribers and they've been around for seven years. What a flop. <laughs> what a flop. We've not been doing this for seven years. We just put up a video or two seven years ago. Hey, fuck. And nobody responded. Their other count is 1.6 million list viewers, you ass. In fact, nobody had a response at all. Although Bentley did respond. I know, I think it was Bentley responded to somebody who <laughs> they were looking at the fartfluencer. Mm-hmm. And the first, I think the first comment in there, or it might be someone else's, these people are disgusting. But she misspelled disgusting. Mm-hmm. And so Bentley, Bentley responded and said, no, they're just reading the comments of the person. It's not them saying that. And then he says, and then the second comment was, you misspelled disgusting. It's D-I-S. <laughs> he is such a, what they call, a grammar Nazi. He is all over people with their grammar all the time. She did not respond to his spelling correction. And then I noticed this is so dumb, but funny. Let's see. Okay. I did not know about this video of the big fight between... Shifty Shellshock. Mm, what mm. was his big hit in band? Um, come, my lady. Yeah. Come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly. Sugar. Sugar. Yeah, that was a number one hit. Mm-hmm. It's almost and, a novelty song. Yeah, it was in I, Orange County. It was in some movies. We didn't play it on Riff, did we? No. We would not play that shit. Uh-uh. But, but, cr- it. Crazy Town was the band. Crazy okay. Town. <laughs> so he came to my awareness. That's where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. He came to my attention when he was on Celebrity Rehab. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, oh, my God, he broke out of rehab, went in this huge bender. And I guess people were, were they recording his bender with phones? Like, were those oh, phones I don't remember that. Him? Yeah, they had video of him on his bender. I just assumed that was the staff of Celebrity Rehab 1 and 2 or Sober House 1 and well, 2. I wouldn't think on. Celebrity Rehab would be very good if they just filmed a guy on a bender instead of <laughs> taking him back to rehab. They don't want to get involved in the story. <laughs> they just want to help out. <laughs> And film you so they have material for when it's a TV show. He probably parties harder when he's being filmed, though. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, first of all, I completely forgot about <laughs> I'm this guy. Re- I'm reading about him. 
when he showed up for Celebrity Rehab, the original one, he brought beer with him. <laughs> what a move. <laughs> then he broke out a second time, and they were looking all over Los Angeles for him, and he was on the roof of Celebrity Rehab. He was just on the roof, like, doing drugs. Yeah. On the roof of the building. So anyway, uh, that was like 2008, and honestly, he hasn't crossed my mind since. I mean, God knows what he's doing, and then come to find out that he's touring. Is this a group tour? Yeah. Okay, and the only reason I find out is because there's this video of him getting in this hellacious fight with a band member. Yeah, the co-singer. Yeah, over, oh, they have two lead singers? Yeah, that band's always been odd. Like, when they when they broke out, they had a whole bunch of members, and some were like, there was a goth member, there was the gangster. It was it was weird. It was like a mishmash. Wow. Okay, so. It was all residents of Crazy Town. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, the, the video picks up. <laughs> so stupid. At a concert, and you can hear the music just jamming in the Wait, background. can you stop for one second, Brandon? I just want to know one thing. Is this a big tour? Who well, else is on the tour? Is it, is I know it Head P.E. is on the tour. Oh, I love Head P.E. No <laughs> shit, they're still performing. So, that's a, so it's it's a respectable yeah. tour. It's not like they've really hit total rock bottom. No, no. Okay. I, mean, I would have gone to the show. <laughs> this is probably at a festival or some out... I mean, it's obviously an outdoor venue. This, this film begins in the backstage where they're just kind of at a picnic area and <laughs> the filming begins with Shifty on top of the other... I think his name is Adam Rich or something. No, Adam Hill or something. And they're in a fight because the promoter paid... The one lead singer and he was supposed to distribute it. I guess Shifty didn't get his money. I got to say, he wants his money. I think I'm on Shifty's side. I am. I'm on Team Shifty too because the guy team. never denies that he doesn't have, didn't get the money. Check Hashtag out this fight. Team Shifty. There and might I be assume, some Edwards flying too. I assume that he spent it on drugs or something. He doesn't seem like he's gonna get it. Oh, he's beating on it's him. It's a hell of a fight. I mean, and there's all these other band members just sitting there. I like the guy that Shifty just beat up. It's a good move just to stay there, just lay down. So they're, they're going to get face-to-face -face yelling in a second. Actually, they already are. But the other band members, this guy's face is all bloody. They're not doing anything. Oh, they gotta let him he said he's going to kill his kids. Who wants to get in the way of shifty shell shock? What's the other guy I'm scared of? He's going to slit his kid's throat. Yeah, but he's got the shit kicked out of him, too. Not so tough. Now, the funny part is, in a minute here, shifty is going to direct his attention elsewhere. And when that happens, this co- Takes a cheap shot, doesn't he? Takes a cheap shot, sucker punches them, and they, they're going to begin brawling again. <laughs> yeah, he does feel tough. He beat the shit out of you. I showed up for you, right? Well, you showed up, but you took the money. You said I ain't got your fuck money, you punk-ass you collected my fucking guarantee! Now he's looking away. Boom! Cheap shot! Oh! Oh! Cheap shot! Shifty ain't taking that. No, it's on. I like that woman who just bailed and got out of the way. 
Oh, now Shifty's, Shifty's mad. He fell to the ground, but Shifty has Shifty has insane power. Yeah, doesn't he? He takes him right down, starts pummeling him. I've always said crazy always wins. And and the girl pulls him off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this guy. Look at this biker. It's like 800 pounds. Come on, guys, break it up, break it up. Back it up, back it up to the um, the cheap shot. I want to see something else. So shit, this is kind of funny to me. Shifty's got a hat on. Oh, Jesus! Hat stays on with a cheap shot, but then after he comes, he comes after him again. The hat comes off, and it's revealed how bald Shifty Shellshock is. <laughs> Did you notice this? Watch, I can't really see. Is he bald? Yeah, you'll see it here when he falls down. Oh yeah. <laughs> see the bald spot? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Back up that ball. He was. I think he had really. Did he have hair on? Celebrity rehab, or was it yeah, just super well, I, short? You know, he had he always had like a weird Ooh, hairstyle. Jesus, I know that that cheap shot is awful. Yeah, and and then when he's got him on the ground, it's almost as bad as this bald spot. <laughs> he says, um, "I don't want to fight with you. I love you." Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, the guy stole money from him. So right after this fight, it goes viral, and they, I think they both lead singers tweeted out like, "Hey, everything's cool, man. We're just brothers, you know, brothers fight." But then. It's revealed that head PE or whoever's in charge of the, the promotion, they just said, you are off the tour. So Crazy Town got kicked off this tour. Yeah, boy. But it got it yeah, gets they already got their money. But it gets worse well, for Shifty. Well, that guy got his money. <laughs> exactly. It gets worse for Shifty because he, uh, he got a DUI this weekend, too. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. After this? Yeah, just like yesterday. Oh, Jesus. Let me see. Shifty Shellhawk has been Shell Shock has been arrested for drinking and driving. And where's that? Well, it's kind of head PE's fault, right? Well, Myrtle Beach Sun News reported that the management of the boathouse where the gig took place declined to comment. Oh, the altercation, but so it's probably in South Carolina somewhere. Mm. Well, if they were still on the tour, they'd be on the bus. They wouldn't have to be driving around. Yep. Uh, oh, Binzer, that's his name. Binzer was arrested last year for the same offense in Los Angeles. Later released, was also convicted in 2012 for battering cocaine possession. Entered a plea of no contest. That's after celebrity rehab. And wow. this is the guy who what got his mess. ass kicked in that fight. I don't know what he's saying here. Hey, what's up, you guys, man? I just want to check in and, and give you an uh, update on what's going on out I here. I didn't lose that. Where's the uh, money? PE had to that's, kick that's head crazy PE. town. Off the tour, it's, you um, know. Can't think of his name. We're not. Oh, this is head PE. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's just explaining um, why they had to kick him out. Done some crazy shit, and I'm not passing judgment on Crazy Town or. Oh, Seth he's or... in the other band. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have. We don't care what he says. He's like, listen, this went so viral. Here's our upcoming tour dates, and head in Crazy Town's not going to be there. Okay. Uh, were, did, would a lot of people still want to see Crazy Town? I mean, they're kind of crazy, I guess. It's kind of fun. They had the one hit that I know of, and it well, would never... They do a 45-minute version of it? How do they fill all the time? <laughs> um, anyway, this is a long way to go for, but I, I thought this was worth mentioning. Actually, the, I mean, that ins it's insane. I, I just can't believe two guys in a band would be fighting over who had the money at that level. I mean, they've been together. They've been... I mean, they had a number one hit they're still touring off of, yeah. and somebody is stealing money from within the band. These guys are like 40, aren't they? It was also the number 34th most awesomely bad song ever, as <laughs> rated by VH1. <laughs> well, if you make a list like that, though, it means it had to have been well-known. You're my butterfly. Sugar, so, baby. So anyway, underneath the video, and because I was kind of obsessed with reading our shitty YouTube comments, I'm reading other people's, too, and somebody responded underneath the fight the video fight they said this is like my last two brain cells trying to make a decision and then that's uh that's from zadaniel love snakes so zilla tattoo responds 
You go into every video of this and posting the same only half funny comment, LOL. <laughs> to which Z- Daniel Love Snakes responds, Yeah, mad you didn't think of it first. <laughs> so this dick is posting. He thinks that line is so funny. He goes to multiple videos of this fight and responds, This is like my last two brain cells trying to make a decision. Oh, what a stupid And this line. other guy busts him. I'm, I'm Team Buster. I am too. Uh, good. I'm glad he got busted. <laughs> Lame. But to to think that he, he feels the need to confront the guy over Good. Him. I'm glad he did. That guy's great. It's fucking hilarious. Can I have Bentley check to see if they misspelled anything? <laughs> I got to get on Bentley. He's got to start responding to these people. Um, you know, this. well, he did respond to the person that, that said we were discussing, not disgusting, but discussing. But he did not respond to the, these people ragging about 7,000. Is there some way to update our account to show that we just started this? No. Why not? I don't think so. Well, if they look at the videos, you can see when a video is posted. do anything for five years. see when a video is posted, yeah. He's going to do that. I don't, don't know. get I'm, upset at those comments. I'm also mad at cops, by the way. No, I'm just mad because it's it, there. It's based on inaccurate information. They just looked when the account was opened in 2016, it's based and they on and they rightfully berate us for having 7,000 subscribers in seven years. But we didn't ask anyone to subscribe until two months ago, so it's an inaccurate rag. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm mad at the cops YouTube channel because you're, we're not allowed to monetize anything that uses cops. Oh, that's okay. No, I know, but I'm it's mad. Still that, great for the listeners. Why do they get to keep we can it all? Show it. Why can't they let us limit limited it? <laughs> I, I know we're just giving them great attention, exactly. in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's really funny though. You get to see like who who allows you to monetize others got their content. Yeah, I think some people are just more open minded about it because they figure they're just yeah. getting more attention. That's the way I would look at it. Mm-hmm. Um there was another uh, interesting thing over the weekend. I guess I'll just do this now because we're talking about this other stupid video. And that is the Crowder story, which, wow, I, I, you know, I heard the other day, see, Crowder's somebody, I didn't, really, Crowder. I didn't know who Steven Crowder was. And then all of a sudden, Dave Landau goes to work for him. He leaves Kumia, Anthony Kumia, who has a very successful network and was with Opie and Anthony forever. And he's like the second guy to Anthony. And Dave's from here. He's a stand-up comedian. He's Really, I mean, he's got gigs all over the place. In fact, he's coming here in August to Royal Oak Music Theater. That will sell out. I guarantee it. He's doing that well. It's great. He leaves Anthony, which is like, oh, my God, I can't believe he left that show. That seemed like a really high-profile place to be. But he goes to Steven Crowder, who I find out has this massive audience, just massive. I mean, millions of subscribers. And he's a strong, conservative guy who... I didn't really know much about him, but when we had Dave on, I watched a Crowder show because I thought, well, I just want to see what Dave's doing. And Crowder is one of these, um, I would call him conservative. He's He has a good argument for everything, but he seems like a bit of a know-it-all. Sure. Like, I found him kind of annoying in a way. Sort of like John, uh, what's his name, um, John, uh, this the HBO show, oh, the half hours on it. Yeah, uh, John Oliver. John Oliver, who's really good and who's really funny, but his arguments in annoy me because he just goes on and on and on and on, and to the to the point that if you hold any opinion that's remotely different from what he's talking about, then you are a complete idiot. And I don't know, I don't, I don't really I haven't listened to Crowder that much, but what I was 
just blown away to see was that Crowder was so big and that the Daily Wire offered him 50 million bucks. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow. And if anybody's wondering, like, who Steven Crowder is, you've seen his meme a billion times. It's the meme that you see on Facebook, Twitter, or any social media where the guy's sitting on a college campus with a table and it says, change my mind, and he's drinking the cup of coffee and you can put anything in there, just change my mind. That's how I first learned. That's how most people first see this guy. Right, and that meme's used all the time, and people put something different on the right. plaque card, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, um, I have bumped into him periodically since I checked it out to, to, to see what Dave was doing. And, and then he's getting offered this insane money. I mean, he's really at the top in terms of entertainment and platform. This guy's at the top of the field. He's at the top of the game, the top of... I don't know what you want to call it, podcasting, broadcasting, platforming, whatever. He is really kicking some ass. So then the other day I see that he's getting divorced. And, I, you know, what's the big deal? I mean, people get divorced. It happens a lot. But for some reason, it seemed like, I don't know, it felt different to me just from what I was reading about it. Sort of like a, ha ha, Crowder's not so perfect, or Crowder's a phony, or I don't know, I don't really, didn't really understand what the vibe was, but is Crowder, does he brag about his marriage or something? Is no, it- no, 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 but it's, it's very popular for, you know, if there's a left-wing pundit that does something and they get busted, then it's, it's, it's the right's. Uh, time to shine and pile on that person. In well, this, this case, was just, but this was just when the divorce was being reported, and and Crowder was calling it the biggest disappointment of my life, and I, I kind of felt bad for him because obviously people were piling on him. But then, which is what I think where you are, Brandon, mm-hmm. it comes out that someone got a videotape of him arguing with his wife, who is very pregnant with twins. Her her family released it. It must have been from her. Off of the ring camera. Yeah, it's their ring doorbell camera. (laughs) And it's clear to me, and and I want to go back to the vibe I first felt about Crowder. And I get this vibe, to be honest, there are a lot of commentators um, on the hard right, hard left, and I don't necessarily mean like, super, you know, alt-right or way, way, way far-right. I just mean somebody, people who are very demonstrative and have to take on the left on every single thing, and I'm always right and they're always wrong, and here's why. Sometimes some of those people come across as just know-it-alls, smarter than everyone in the room, and I felt I just got a vibe from him that I didn't like, and then when when he took his new deal, it wasn't the Daily Wire, it was another one. Rumble. Dave Landau, who, of course, we like, we're mm-hmm. on Team Dave, Dave is not included. And I thought, hmm, that's weird, because Dave is extremely funny, and I know people loved him on Crowder, and they loved him on Anthony's show. So I thought, oh, that's, okay, what does that tell me about Crowder? Then, uh, of course, people start um, standing in line to talk to Dave about it, and Dave, <laughs> Dave points out, and Dave's a nice guy, you can tell Dave doesn't want a lot of trouble, but that... He was forced to be at work there on Fridays, I think two out of every three weeks. And being a stand-up, that kind of fucks up your traveling. And then apparently he'd be there on the Friday because he had to, and then Crowder wouldn't be there. So it was like, you don't really need me here, but you're making me be here. You're, you know, you're taking money out of my pocket. So it just sounded like Dave was fine with not being there. And I think there were some other things that Dave mentioned that just sounded like not a good person to work for. And so my vibe is really flipping. Then I see this videotape and I, this I think is loud enough to hear what's going on. The wife wants to go buy groceries and what in the fuck is going on? They have one car 
and Crowder would like to use the car. And so he's not letting letting what? his wife, who's pregnant you, with twins. One car? Yeah, what the fuck is that, Mark? That's, that's a control that's a, thing, that's a right? That's control, 100% yeah. a control thing. And he also mentions her not fulfilling her wifely duties. Well, and that's what, when, I, when the story first broke last week, it was mostly about how he, he was saying how no-fault divorce should be overturned, which I guess is, I don't, I, hell, I don't even understand what that means, but how... Um, you don't need a reason for a divorce. Like a woman could just say, yeah, I want to get a divorce. Yeah. Yeah. But they want some people, including it sounded like Crowder, wanted to, wants that to be overturned. I mean, it's my car. I pay for everything. I pay for everything around here, right? Oh, because it's her fault. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that apparently sounds like Crowder. Apparently there's a big movement about it. The other thing. Did, did, That's interesting because when you, I watch this video, I don't have any doubt that he's a controlling yeah. motherfucking asshole well, narcissist. And back to the the interview Landau gave about it, he was just saying, "Look, the guy was probably bullied at some point in his life because he's become a bully now." Which <laughs> what a great line. Um, but the other thing that Dave's, um, that's Dave's way of being nice about it. Exactly. It? Really? Yeah. And Dave also pointed out that <laughs> this is the part that cracked me up. Apparently, Crowder had a button in the room, so when he was on a rant, he would press the button, a light would go on, and that was the Dave don't talk button. <laughs> Because he was on a rant, so nobody <laughs> nobody could interrupt him. Because he didn't want anybody I, I to get that I was going to say, Drew would probably love that, that once in a while. <laughs> it's so obnoxious, though. It's, it's one obnoxious. thing to tell people that, you know, sometimes I'm going to do this and yeah. I'm going to, you know, how about, I need to yeah. kind of go forward, but it's another thing to push a button and have a light go off. Well, the idea that Dave Landau wouldn't know, like if you just said that, like, hey, when I'm going off, it is my show. It is louder with Crowder than I'm going off. Like, I think he could respect that. Well, I think that's also saying that you do not trust the that's people what I mean. you're working yeah. with. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard he, of that. He also said you weren't allowed to be funnier than Crowder, which is a little hard when you're <laughs> oh, a stand-up comic. That would be the most insulting thing, okay. insulting thing, I think, for any uh, anybody he would work with. Is okay. You're not allowed to be funnier than this main person. Here's one more thing about Crowder just hurts the show. that I noticed was that, okay, I, I was already feeling a, a vibe from the show, and he's good, but tr trust me, I'm not saying he's terrible or anything. He's obviously great at what he does. Sure. He's, he's got, got a, a lot of giant followers. audience. He does extremely well. He has success most people can never dream of. When Dave was announcing... Uh, on the show, one of the shows I listened to, and I only listened to a couple, Dave was saying he was going to be doing stand-up somewhere, and Crowder was gonna was going to open for him, I yeah. think. Uh -huh. And I thought, wait a second, is Crowder a stand-up? Is he a stand-up? I think that's how we, I think that's how he first started. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought Bef before he got on. You know, I know I've never known him for being a. Well, I, I thought he. I personally thought it sounds like he's horning in on Dave's stand-up to me. Or he's, I don't know, it just sound, didn't sound right to me. It just sounded weird. But anyway, let's get to the video and listen hey. to this fucking prick. Who says it's edited, by the way? I don't know how you can edit something and make there be only one car to go places. It's a but. three, three minute, <laughs> three minute, 30 second video that he claims is out of context. So Yeah, they're on their back porch, which is closed in. It looks like a beautiful place. I don't know why they have one car other than control. But. I drew a boundary. I drew a boundary. No, no, you just did, you just did it. I drew a boundary of abuse and control. You were not taking the car. Because if you refuse to do wifely things, then I will go pick up the groceries. American groceries. I'd be happy. Steaks. Wood pellets. My grill. I know it's an unreasonable request. But I'll go do it. How about you first? Hillary, how do you respect the man? How do you respect the men? The other man you see, the mother comes back. No. 
Then I will ask them to take the Would you like me to ask? Oh, that's right. It's not a threat, Sigan. Get an Uber. It's a threat? Get an okay, Uber. Sigan, Pause for I a second. Can't. Pause. What? He won't give her the car. So she says, I will ask someone to pick me up. Is that a threat? That no, mean? you won't let her use the car, Mr. Gaslight yeah. Prick. And they says, no, he doesn't like that for some reason. I, I think I know why he doesn't like that, because then she's going to explain why she needs to be picked up. So he doesn't want that. So get an Uber. Oh, he just wants get to get an a, Uber. He just wants to be a dick, too. And he's being an exceptionally big dick, in my opinion. They're brawling, for sure. Feeling some constraints? Look how pregnant Steven. she is. Like, I can't Steven. go. I, listen to me. Listen to me. You want to walk out right now? Listen to me. I can't go to the gym. I can't go to my parents. I can't call my friends. I can't go. I can't be home. You're going to take the car and leave me here. Hillary, just think of how boxed in you've made me. <laughs> Buy another car. I'll get it. I'll be back when I'm back. No, that doesn't work either. You'll be back when you're back. That doesn't work either. See, I, Do you I, understand the difference between my life being set to the second and you're going to be back on back? Student, my life being set to the second? The only way out of this is discipline or respect. It's okay. the only way out of this is we're at an impact. We are at an impact. Good. Okay, pause again. His life is set to the second, so... Uh, if she bullshit. takes the car and she'll be back, he doesn't know exactly oh. how many minutes she's going to be gone. Well, you know what? He could use an Uber. <laughs> yes, he could. He could get a private driver. He's got enough money. Why? Can you think of any reason they would only have one car? Maybe one's Control. in the shop. or Control. I, I don't know. That sounds really weird. Sounds I mean, very weird. I didn't hear anybody say, well, with the car in the shop, we only have one car. It sounds like there's just one car, and right. I think he yeah. likes keeping her at home while he goes to the gym. Well, she's got to do wifely a... duties. Yeah. What does that mean? Um, <laughs> I Cooking, don't... cleaning, you know. Yeah, I think he was sort of um, Once again, suggesting. Once again, you could pay a maid. Oh, I think you pay for anything if you look at that house yeah. and you know how much money he makes. I think that um, this grocery business was not done on schedule, and it's putting a little... Uh, you shouldn't know my schedule! Yeah, she kind of fucked the day up by not having groceries, and so if she goes and gets the groceries and takes the car away from him, which he needs for all these reasons, then that's bullshit. He'd rather get the groceries himself and go to... I, I don't know. This is. Weird. I think he's just fucking with her. And that thing about discipline and respect is the only way out of it. What? Who are you talking to? <laughs> this woman is, look how big her stomach is. She's got twins in there. Mm -hmm. And he's giving her, oh, God, this is awful. Anyway. Yeah. There you go. You throw your hand. You give up so easily. I don't give up so you, know, you give up so easily. I, I just said the only way out of this is discipline and respect. You said, then we're at an impasse. Steven, no, we are at an impasse, okay? I love you, but Steven, Steven, your beast is sick. Your beast Watch it. is sick. Watch it. Fucking watch it. I'm gonna let go, I'll get what you need me to get. And I, I need some space. We need to just fucking baby for a little bit. Okay? I love you. I love you very much. I don't love you. That's the big problem. I've never received love from you. And the fact is when I go, look, I need you to do A, B, C, and D, you just be disciplined about it, you go. No. But I love you more than life itself. Okay. Put on some gloves. No. But I love you more than life itself. That's not fair. That's not fair and it's disingenuous. Hillary? You're right, right in the Become someone. Let's see, man. She's about to drop your two kids, you prick. A, a wife 
Were no, not as a wife. I didn't say as a wife. Hillary, Hillary, come on now. I'm not going to engage. I'm not going to engage anymore. I'm going to go. I'll get texting what you need. I'll get you what you need. I, I love you. I'm committed to you. Why does she have to say this? She's got two kids in her stomach. I'm not trying to... Put on some gloves. Why does he keep saying that? Go clean, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was some kind of cleaning. You just said I love you. I'm committed to that. Walk the dogs, put on some gloves. Walk the dogs, put on some gloves. Are you committed enough to do those things? Are you committed enough to do those things? I'm going to just... Walk the dogs, put on some gloves. Wait, pause again. What's put on some gloves? I thought it was in reference to her cleaning clean, yeah. something or, oh. or touching something that she was uncomfortable with because she was oh, pregnant. Oh, okay, okay. She doesn't, wait. But this is not a concept. Why does she need, you telling me that they can't afford to have someone clean the house? Her wifely duties. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were talking. I thought he was talking about sex for a minute. I was like, oh my well, dude, she's, she's pretty pregnant. Die. Very, very pregnant. But, yeah, okay, put on the gloves, okay. Can I engage in some irresponsible speculation? Yes, by all means. So His twins aren't his. You know what he looks like now, right? <laughs> Have you seen what he looked like when he first started maybe seven, yeah, five years ago? Has he had a drastic facial change? Uh, no, Mark. He looks ripped now. Is oh. it, could, it, could this guy be on roids? <laughs> I'm so irresponsible. I love Oh, him. maybe he's globbing up. What do you think? Uh, he, yeah, he could be. I just haven't seen original pictures of him. I, well, I'm just thinking of that, thing. that meme that Brandon mentioned, and then when you look at him now, he's got really tight shirts with really ripped muscles. Yeah, he looks like he really wants to work out. He's in his shorts, and he's got a nice workout shirt well, on. He's probably got a schedule for that. <laughs> yeah, to the second. As Crowder heads inside, Stephen gets angrier and angrier, and by his own admission, screams, I will fuck you up! Ooh. At Hillary. I will fuck you up. I can't believe you married a girl named Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what uh, what will be the? Oh, people are piling on. Especially, you know, even oh, I'm even, sure they are. I, you I, know, Candace Owens. Uh, she was talking shit about it, and a whole bunch of different podcasters are uh, live streaming it and reacting to the video. Will this affect his? Won't affect his audience, though, will it? No, probably not. Yeah, I, I, I doubt it. I mean, he, he just signed a big contract with Rumble, and despite Dave not going there, he's had a big following for a long time. Yeah, Turkey. no, I assume I it'll make... I can't turned down that $50 million or they, did they withdraw the $50 million from him? He he said the contract no, he did a rant. Was, uh, it was untenable for some reason. Yeah. There's something in the contract that was absolutely yeah, untenable. His, pay, his pay would go down if there was an advertiser boycott or if it didn't make revenue. And he recorded the response from somebody high at the Daily Wire and put it out, and people were he mad recorded, at that. He recorded the response. Well, that, that's, well, that's the that's irony of this thing. whole thing, you know, is <laughs> yeah. that here he is being recorded in, in, a, in a fight, a marital a marital fight. And, and Landau mentioned that he records Everybody all the time. Oh, Jesus. And he's recorded oh. people in the past and put them on blast. Okay. Well, that's what happens when I think karma has a way of coming around almost always. I mean, I'm amazed sometimes when people don't face the karma they generate, but they usually do. Sure. It usually does happen. Um, wow. Yeah. Wild. That's ugly. Okay. So I guess I'm just basically learning a lot more about Crowder that I was not really aware of because I, first of all, I didn't know he's ripped, as Mark pointed out. I thought he was. Yeah, I, am I, I wrong he, there? I didn't know he ran around recording people. God, what if, what is it That all come comes to? from the Landau interview that Landau Well, I believe Dave. Dave. Yeah, I do too. 
What I mean, why fu- would you make up something like that? What, can you imagine if we were recording each other? No. <laughs> what no. a. I mean, that to me, that's someone who has no doesn't trust anyone and who's always paranoid. right and who's paranoid. always going to prove they're right. Yeah, very paranoid. Yeah. Um, I would say something not good is about to happen to this guy because now I hear that. He is insisting that he's going to get mental health records un- uncovered and released from the court case. That he's going to agree to have have all these things come out that's part of their divorce. It was supposed to be private, okay. but he's going to make it public now because that's going to prove he's right again. What, what kind of mental health records? Wouldn't that create some sympathy for her? I mean, I, okay. Are you, are you assuming, uh, and I kind of did the same so thing, that, she's that, crazy that there's something wrong, that she's bipolar or something, yeah. or she has some issue with I mental health? That doesn't mean that that makes him less of an asshole in that instance. No. If anything, it doesn't mean anything. You should probably help her out more. Yeah. The one car thing is just weird. Wow, that's like, weird. Kind of penalizing yourself by doing that. Yeah, I wonder what the circumstances are. It sounds are. to me like an extreme control she's thing. She's got to have doesn't, her own car. He doesn't want her leaving know, the Brandon. house. He wants to know where she is. I car, but I bought it for her. Even, say, if, even if the car I'm, was in the shop, he would get a loaner. Or I would, yeah. I would expect him to have like five cars. Right. I, I am amazed at all the people that I've read about Oh, just over time. People that you think are really, you know, normal, successful people, and they're controlling as fuck with their women, or vice versa, you know, women with men. And it's like, what? That is so bizarre. Why can't we get all these controlling people and put them on an island where they can all control each other? Yeah, Epstein Island. (laughs) Strange. I mean, you know, it used to be that we just never would find out people were such fucking assholes. Now I find myself... You know, I, I developed this great respect for someone based on whatever it is they do. And then you find out they're this terrible person because someone recorded something or something came out that you wouldn't normally find out. I mean, it's very it's very confusing. Yeah, people are a little more complex than just the best thing and worst thing they've ever done. No, I, I see a lot of his fans who are <laughs> are saying who are believing that there's things edited out of this argument and that she did this and, well, you don't know about this. and oh. Well, in the end, that's the thing. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll still have his audience. He'll just do But that. But I think he needs to win the argument. He needs to, <laughs> You're probably he right. He needs the world to know that she ruined yeah. the marriage. Yeah. Yeah, he, is, he does seem paranoid that in that in that way. That is really bizarre. Man, well, man. he'll go off on an epic rant and hit his Dave Don't Talk button. I wonder if it's still considered the Dave Don't Talk button. doesn't have a Hillary Don't Talk button, unfortunately. <laughs> and he also doesn't have a Hillary's Family Don't Talk so button. And her family. Uh, and I... I believe this. The The way the story was sort of presented was that she has been living under these abusive conditions for a long time, and she could no longer take it. She kept this a secret. She didn't really tell her family. And then her family kind of finds this all out at once. And so naturally, they're completely, I think they're a little bit surprised. They probably yeah. knew some of it. And so now they are telling the world that, Please leave Hillary alone. She has been suffering abuse from this person for a long period of time, but he's a public figure, so of course people are going to come back at them. So, I mean, what a, what a big waste of energy it all is, even though we just spent 10 minutes on it. <laughs> Did you see the other big family drama that's going on right now in the world? Harry and Meghan? Yeah, have you seen that uh, Thomas Markle has broken yes. his silence again? No, I'm so proud of Thomas. <laughs> 
Is there any uh, audio? Oh, the whole thing's out there. Yeah, the whole, I mean. Well, it's a documentary. Thomas Markle is back. He can talk again. He looks great. I mean, he's got to use a cane. But are you Um, telling me we're going to, I'm going to be able to listen to Thomas's voice because I've missed him? Oh, you're going to be able to watch him. Listen, Drew, you're going to be able to see him and see how great he's doing. I have really missed Thomas. Uh, You know, he's a guy who has been wronged in so many ways. Uh, And this morning I read about it and the whole thing seems to boil down to, it all comes down to, him taking those tabloid pictures. 100%. Yes. yes. That one thing. She could never forgive him for that. dumb mistake he made where he was paid, was he paid $30,000 or something? Yep. Yeah. And and then I think he was embarrassed and he tried to lie about it. And that was the whole thing. They were like, I'm not fuck, an ogre. fuck you, you dumb shit commoner. <laughs> and then he had the mild heart attack. And so then it was like, well, fuck him anyway. Good, he can't come to the wedding. And then it was like... My daughter dumped me. Yeah, he's dumped. He's basically dumped from then for one stupid mistake. Because, of course... And it sounds like Harry was livid about it, which is like, you fucking asshole. You complain about the media all the time. Harry should be livid about the fact that he's got to fly back right after the coronation for a four-year-old's birthday party when you could just do it the following weekend, or better yet, the next day. How dumb does he think we are? Does he really think everyone is so stupid that they think that he has to leave his father's coronation two hours after to attend a fourth birthday party? She's making him. That's a joke. She's making him come home. I think think Elton John's going to pay the carbon footprint, though, so don't worry about that. All right, NordVPN helps protect you against bandwidth throttling from ISPs, where they'll slow down your internet towards the end of your contract to get you to upgrade. We've had a lot of people who have who have jumped on the NordVPN bandwagon and really enjoyed uh, being able to switch your country IP address to get access to Netflix, Disney Plus in other countries, and for less, YouTube Premium for less. And so, those of you who have jumped on the NordVPN bandwagon, you know to go to NordVPN.com/dams. Or use the code DAMS to get a huge discount. But also, they're offering four months free if you want to be on the two-year plan. So if you're on the NordVPN bandwagon and you're like, I, I have to have this, then you might as well get four months free. So go to NordVPN.com slash DAMS or use the code DAMS to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan. And um, there's more to come, everybody. Yeah, I just want to talk to you guys about Luke Nowacki. I mean, you got to do something with your money, right? Make your money earn for you. Where are you going to put that money? Stocks, bonds, those 529s, those 401s, all those numbers. Nobody knows what to do with it. NFTs, yeah. Crypto, boy, it's a whole strange world out there. So why don't you give Luke Nowacki a call? Luke can um, provide you a free consultation, kind of get you guided and see how he can help you meet your financial goals. So give him a call, 248 663 4748. That's 248 663 4748 for Luke Nowacki, Securities Investment Advisory Service offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, and services reference here. Independence of Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. That was tough. And finally, while you're online, why don't you go to nextevo.com, N-E-X-T-E-V-O.com. That's where you can find really good CBDs. They have smart sorb technology, which provides 30 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes and four times the overall absorption of CBDs to get it into your body and have it start working for you. Maybe you're stressed out. Maybe you're having trouble sleeping. Um, But what they have for both those, they have two different kinds. They have the stress CBD complex and the triple action CBD sleep. So 
a big fan of whatever works, so why not give it a shot? Upgrade your CBD. Go to nextevo.com slash Drew, 20% off your first order of 40 or more. That's 20% off $40 or more on your first order at nextevo.com slash Drew. Slash. Ugh. We also, um, when Drew gets back down, we're going to have to dive back into the NFL draft because what a rocking concert they had on... I think it was Friday night. Uh, Motley Crue was paid by the NFL <laughs> to have a concert there. That's right. And it's now the Mick Marsless Mot- Motley Crue. Yeah, and John Five, Johnny Five. I thought John Five was really good. Vince, uh, I'm I'm a little less impressed with Vince, uh, but it's really funny to see how they kind of NFL'd up Motley Crue. Like I just don't see those two. I can see the the crossover of fans, a lot of fans, but sure. just. I don't know. When you think of Miley Crew, you think of bad boys, and the NFL just tries to present this fake image forward. So. I alluded to it earlier when we were talking about the draft with Eli, but uh, <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny because we've all seen all the videos that keep come, they always pop up on the internet of Vince Neil who's singing these songs, and you can't understand a word he says. He does that a lot with Kickstart My Heart. He looks bizarre. In the NFL, they they went and took the initiative to uh, hey camera on Vince the least possible yeah. ever. So you see a lot of John Five. You see a lot of these uh, cheerleading dancers, fake NFL <laughs> cheerleaders, and NFL cheerleading background singers. It was really really bizarre. Yeah, they had to sing the kickstart my heart part because uh, Vince struggles, man. He just oh, he's <laughs> terrible. He's just terrible. So sweaty. Uh, the big story in America right now is this shooter in Texas um, who killed five people execution style and it all started because he was sitting on his front porch at 11:30 at night firing his AR15 just into the air and the this family next door is like you know we got a baby mm-hmm. can you please not fire your gun off at 11:30 at night in your front porch and he did not like that one bit so he went next door and killed five of the 10 people there including uh, I think an 8-year-old, 21-year-olds and then three adults, two kids survived because the adult laid on top of them. Francisco Oropeza, he's the worst neighbor ever. Well, here's what I can't... Yeah, one of the neighbors nearby said, you know, we hear gunshots all the time, and it's usually coming from that house. Yeah. And they've called... The police even said, yeah, we've been we've been here a lot, but nobody could stop this Actual guy. audio of uh, what happens when you're living next to him, just... Well, imagine, honestly, imagine that at 11.30 at night. I mean, I'd, I'd get a little tiresome. But here's what's weird about this, and I can't, I cannot find the answer. They would describe this guy as a Mexican national, but that's all that's all they would say about it. So I don't know if that meant he was here legally or illegally. Not that it matters, but that's what it will evolve into. Was a big, a big discussion about that. So this the family's from Honduras. How close is it to the border? Uh, you know what? I'm not sure exactly where Cleveland, Texas, is, but. It's the FBI out of Houston is the one that really... Cleveland, Texas. Yeah, really dove into it. So it's got to be nearby. That guy's probably in Mexico by now, don't you think? Uh, Yeah, just north of Houston. And how many head start, days head start? Three? Two? Not three. No, they were after him pretty quick because they knew who he was. Okay. Then, um, and they found his cell phone pretty quick because he threw it out the window along with some other evidence. Um, but they knew he was on a ring cam and he had his Mexican... They identify him through his Mexican consulate card, which is what... It's like an ID card if you don't have ID here. So I just figured this guy is so in Mexico now. Probably. I mean, it is a six-hour drive for him. So if they if they got him quick, and or at least, uh, 
were after him, then they might be able to block per- certain parts of the border. But the other crazy Texas shooting was: Did you see the guy that went on a date, then left the date to go kill somebody and came back? What? <laughs> you didn't hear this story? No. This guy goes on a date. And that's, that's a pretty, as a murder consultant, that's not a bad idea, except that you got to have the, the well, date's got to know that she, she's got to have a reason, or she has to, see, she's got to uh, back you up that you didn't leave the date. You're thinking like I'm thinking, like he was using this as a way to murder somebody as a cover, but I think it was more just, he got really mad. And during, the, to, during the date, he During the date, up. and I'd go kill somebody. Um, so they went, um, they went out to eat, the guy's 29, they're going to eat at this hamburger spot. <laughs> And he showed up, I think, I think they were in separate cars and they showed up and there's a guy there. It's like, Hey, I'll valet your car for you. 20 bucks. He's like, all right, I'll give you 20 bucks. And the guy gave him uh, 40 bucks to valet both cars. They go in to eat. They sit down. The server goes, Oh, that guy's not a parking attendant. I think you were just scammed. He's not gonna, he's not gonna park your car at all. You just, you just gave that scammer 40 bucks. (laughs) Wait, and his cars. I know, but he never. He. I don't think he moved the cars or anything. He just took the forty bucks. Oh, okay. And, and took okay. off. Okay. So, <laughs> so the guy went to his car. So he knew where his car was. Got his gun. Confronted the guy who gave who he gave forty bucks to him. Uh, shot him. Killed him. Went back to his car. Put his car back. Um, went back to his date at the bar or at the the hamburger joint where they were, and told the the date that I confronted that guy. Everything's taken care of. <laughs> Which I gotta say, the line "everything's taken care of" or "everything's fine" is just a great way to cap off a murder, right? Like, yeah, yeah, just another well, errand. I got forty it done. bucks. Forty I think bucks. He, he probably was trying to suggest, though, that I got your car successfully parked. Of course and he did. Okay. Yeah, he's not gonna say I just murdered someone over the forty bucks I got scammed. But the dumb shit should have said. You know what I did? He left the keys in the car. I just parked the cars. Everything's cool. I should have never said that he had any further contact with the scammer. I suppose, but it sounded like he made a big deal out of it with the waiter, you know. Who, oh, okay. It's like that's not a that's not our parking attendant. That, guy, that guy's a scammer, man. Oh my god, what a weird story. You know what? <laughs> um, now that okay, how is that going to go in court? Uh, it's is it premeditated? Maybe not. They'll prove it's no, not premeditated, and he he'll probably go for prison for twelve years or something. Yeah, and it wasn't. Um, who is this guy, by the way? Is this guy a person of any level of success? His name is Eric Aguirre. Does he have oh, kids and stuff. Is he related to Mark Aguirre? Well, no, he's. I'm all well, he could, I suppose. I don't is think he's a young he is, guy. How old is he? Twenty nine. Here's, here's a picture of him. Do, do you think that guy looks like a hothead? Uh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he really does, doesn't he? <laughs> Boy, nice rack on his date. Yeah, I know. Why could he focus more on her rack and less on being so mad? Well, well, she really, she's she a little she'll... bigger. Wow, oh, yeah, she... she is. Okay, she's, nah, this... she's not that. Is she that bad? It's she's not... thick. Okay, it's not she's got a... mom jeans on. It's not a great picture. I mean, it's a little blurry, but it looks like there's maybe maybe I... she shouldn't be wearing a crop top. I, bet... I think it'd be more flattering. <laughs> I bet if you talked to her. Is that what her... you were thinking, Brandon? Well, yeah, you didn't have to let that midriff show. That's all I got. I bet if you talked to her, though, that's the thing she's most upset about is that that picture of hers. Making... <laughs> yeah, this one picture of her <laughs> on <that> CCTV. <laughs> Blow that picture up. Is this a first date? Yeah. Yeah. A first date? Yeah. Do you think he got laid? Oh, those jeans are, ooh. That's yeah. the style now, man. Those jeans? I think that needs to be put into the, uh, into the... Those jeans aren't flattering on her at all. Into the testimony, no. whether or not Am I being shallow to be judging her jeans and her crop top when we're talking about a murder? No, no not at all. It's totally separate. But that's what's in right now. By the that's, way... How can that be in? That looks too. terrible on her. I'm just going to say this, too. That's where you're going for a first date? It doesn't look that great. 
looks no, like a normal that's true. bar. Looks like any other. Bar. No, it well, doesn't. Okay. That looks like a that looks like a junkie All right. bar. I'm gonna take it a step further. I card think tables because he is going to a cheap hamburger place to eat. I have a feeling that forty dollars means, means a lot, lot to, to him. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lost Enough his to kill over. He lost it over the forty dollars. Yeah. So he's a he's a cheap ass, and she's better off without him. Obviously, you know what's missing in the story is is how long did the date last? I'm telling you, he got laid. You think so? I think so. We need to find this out in the testimony. How could you just shoot someone and go back to eating a burger with your date, your first date? Because that's the boner talking. I would think the boner would go down when you saw that guy die. <laughs> well, okay. In fairness to him and his I mean, boner, seriously. In fairness to him and his boner. <laughs> The guy was uh, taken to the hospital and died at the hospital. So you know he's dead. <laughs> he fairness to him. his boner, the boner Wait. just thought he shot the guy. He didn't know he killed him. Corpus Christi man arrested. Uh, Eric D. shot and killed a man having dinner with his with a woman at an Edu Burger spot. I said, "Go on this date." Arrived, so we're going to a 46-year-old. Okay, he's 46, pay 20 bucks. Going to walk to the nearby convenience store to get cash. So he went out of his way to get the 40 bucks. He was not planning on that expense. Then he had to pay cash, so he really went out of his way. So there's a little, little more extenuating, just a little. Not worth shooting him, but. See, Your Honor, I had to go to the ATM to get this 40 bucks. I'm, I'm more on Team Aguirre than I was. Uh, <laughs> he short, killed somebody, Drew. <laughs> I know, I know. No, I'm just a little more on his team than I was. That doesn't mean I'm on his team. Shortly after, while inside Rodeo Goat, Aguirre was informed by a server that Nick's not employed. It was like a scammer. Retrieved a gun, confronted Nick, shooting him. And then calmly returned the gun. The gun calmly returned the gun to his car. According to witnesses, reports from a nearby smoke shop, and rejoined his date. Aguirre allegedly told his date in front of the man. Everything's fine. Everything's but, fine. That's what it is. But Aguirre's dad date. Later told not, he should have said, "There's not much more to it." They left for another restaurant after he complained of feeling uncomfortable at Rodeo Goat. Yeah, because he okay. to get the out of there. Yeah, and then there's they... a fucking dead body outside, or almost dead body. Her attorney told KPRC she'd had no idea what happened until the next day when Crime Stoppers she woke video up next to him in the bed. She, yeah, she woke up to. <laughs> Crime Stoppers video surveillance of the couple as people of interest in the shooting. That's Ooh. me. That's my midriff. And then she went to police. Yeah, and that is not that outfit. Doesn't first date. I know she she's showing start. off her gut. Did they give her name? I didn't let's, see it. Let's look at her Instagram. Maybe there's better pictures. Um, I can't I believe you're surprised. Eric, I, you're surprised that he went back on the date. <laughs> well, hang on. Let me just ask my boner. But then, oh yeah, he's fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> he's not so cool though. He's like, I'm uncomfortable at this place. Yeah, she stayed work though. She stuck with him. But that's first of all, the, the date's gonna be like, oh, we go to this place. It's fine. And he's uncomfortable. That's why we got to know if Christ. they con consummated the date. Oh, I'm sure they did. Yeah, her name has got to be somewhere. I would like to see her Instagram. I think I could come up with a better outfit for her. I really do. Yeah, they they, <laughs> they do not they do not give a name for her at all actual audio from drew lane honey i love you i think you're a terrific girl but you have clothes like a fucking dickhead <laughs> you know what else in this surveillance picture her hair is covering her face completely so she can she could go completely unknown in this thing which i'm sure she'd prefer yeah well she'll probably have to testify though yeah what can, can, can you fucking believe that i wonder if this oh, guy wow. has a record I wonder if he's um, already been in trouble. I mean, that's, that's astounding that he would do that. Yeah. 
But then you've got the guy. But you got a scammer too, a parking scammer. So I'm sure I'm sure there was a heated argument. Yeah, here's a picture. <laughs> that argument was probably like my last two brain cells fighting each other. Here's a picture of the murderer Nothing? and the scammer. Sorry, Mark. I don't... They look a little bit alike, don't they? <laughs> well, they that both... looks, wait, that guy on the right looks like um, LeVar Ball a little bit, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he Undefeated. does. Never lost. You know, they could have bonded over something together. They could have bonded over their shaved heads. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Hey, I can't believe you're bald. <laughs> they also have thin eyes. <laughs> <laughs> they could have bonded over that, man. Did uh, Did you mention the, the guy that shot his five neighbors? Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah. Has he been found? No, no. He's, no. That guy's so far back in Mexico now. Oh, my God. That guy is still on the loose. What about the shooting in Mississippi? Oh, is that the... Um, Oh, no, that's South Carolina. There's a, a shooting inside a South Carolina park. I don't know the Mississippi one. A 19-year-old oh, has been arrested for shooting that left two teens dead and four yeah, wounded in Mississippi. Okay, good. 19-year-old arrested. Wow. That's funny. I don't even know that story. That's the guy? Oh, my gosh. Cameron Brand? This is the dork? That looks like a total nerd. That looks like a guy that would shoot up a school, but not something when he's 19. Right. He's got incel written all over He him. does. Do they say anything about him? I mean, this is the first time hearing about the story. Great he's got cool hair. hair. He's got tendrils. He does the, have tendrils. He's the tendril murderer. No, I think chicks would dig his hair because it's really curly. Cameron Brand was arrested on six charges of aggravated assault after he was identified as the sole suspected shooter. Why did, do we know what happened? I mean, it's not just, it wasn't a rando thing, was it? I don't see. Uh, this, like I said, this is the first I'm learning about it. Yeah, there was a story. I just saw the headline as I was coming down, and then I just read a story. Oh, my God. Maybe you guys have heard this story. Um, about the ding-dong ditch kids. Mm-mm. Okay, first of all, I just want to say that ding-dong ditch has evolved ding quite a dash. bit. Oh, really? Yes. It was called um, ding-dong dash when I was a kid. And then okay, really? Oh, well, time out. It was always ditch right when I grew up. Ding-dong ditch. It was, it was I, mean, I feel very, it's kind of like do-overs and takeovers. I hate it when people say do-overs. It's, That's what we always, always said. It's a takeover. It didn't uh, need to be renamed do-over. Uh, okay, sorry. There was a, I'll accept your apology, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was a kid that moved to my neighborhood from, I will say I if you just type in ding dong on Google, ditch pops up, dash okay. nowhere to be found. Well, I'm sorry. I, this guy I moved to our neighborhood when I was a kid, and he had a real thick southern accent. And also, um, I, we kind of bonded because our parents were divorced. And at that time, nobody's parents were divorced, so we got to be friends. But he, and I think I really held this against him, he. when I first heard him say, that's a do-over, mm -hmm. everybody, everybody on the playground was like, what did he just say? Do-over. What the fuck is a do-over? And and he was corrected, and he insisted that do-over was the proper word, and I, I think our friendship kind of fell apart. <laughs> nice friend. <laughs> did you bully him for having divorced parents after that? No, I did not. Okay. I mean, the movie that Adam uh, Sandler did is called The Do-over, not The Takeover. Do-over. So. I expect more of Sandler than that. Do you? California man convicted of murder of three teens... Aragag, Ar Ararag Chandra. Oh, it's a cool name. It is. Intentionally rammed his car into a Prius with six teens inside. Uh, he was driving 100 miles an hour chasing them. What? And he rammed the car, which hit a tree, killing three of the teens. Chandra then ran away on foot, was later captured, and charged with three murders and three attempted murders. This all stems from a January 19th incident in 2020. When one of the teens was having a sleepover, 
and the teens were goofing around and they dared each other to do a doorbell ditch, wrong term, right off the bat, so this was destined to be bad, by calling it a doorbell ditch. And then this is the funny part. This is what Ding Dong Ditch has turned into now. This is Gen Z Ding Dong Ditch. They rang the doorbell and then they ran to the Prius to drive away. <laughs> what? No, you got to you got to leave on you foot. Know, ding dong ditch is on foot. Yeah, it's not ding it's dong a, drive. Yeah, it's a foot chase. <laughs> ding, yeah, that's what it is now, right. Brandon. Ding, ding dong, dong drive. drive. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You can't have a car sitting in the street idling while you ding dong ditch someone. That's so lazy. And, and a Prius. Right. I know, and a Prius. They take off on the won't make, Prius. Won't and make the, any noise. The guy gets in his car. How did he catch them? They had such a fucking head start. Well, he was determined. He also said one of the kids mooned him when he opened the door. <laughs> and he liked it. And so, I'll anyway. Get your damn kids for this. You're all going to die. What a hothead. What is he doing? Testif- he testified that he was already hot-headed over something else, and he had 12 beers. Oh, got in his car, go. went 100 miles an hour to catch them, and then rams them into a tree, and three of them die. Fuck him. Fucking nuts. That reminds me. Okay, so you were talking the other day about you love it how when people um, get their comeuppance for lying. (laughs) There there was two stories. One is local in Dearborn Heights, and the other is is out in California. Kind of like this guy. So when you said it, it reminded me. But there was a guy in Dearborn Heights who reported his his car and said he was carjacked. So his car was stolen. And reported it to the insurance company right away before the police even looked at it. So the, the police find the car burned up, just a shell of itself? No. I. You know what? I don't know if they found it or not. They just knew that he lied about his car being stolen. And so now he's being charged with a felony and insurance fraud Good. for lying about it, which is great. No, I, I knew someone who actually burned up their car and reported it stolen. And they were telling me the story, and I was like, <gasps> What? I mean, I, I thought this was somebody I knew fairly well, and when I told me this story, it was like, what? Yeah, this dude's 21 years old. Um, Hussein Hazim Hashim al right, said that his Dodge Charger had been stolen by a man with a knife at 11 p.m., which, you got carjacked by a knife? Okay. Okay, they, did they find the car? Uh, it doesn't say. The police interviewed someone and investigated before determining that the Dearborn Heights resident had falsely reported his vehicle was stolen to his insurance company. Okay, so, they so it's hiding in somebody's garage. Probably. And he was going to, yeah, I need some money. Yeah. <laughs> so, stupid. So now he's being charged with two felonies, which is great. But the other one is this lady. They call her a mom, a mom influencer. Mom influencer. Oh, mom influencer. Yeah. 31 years old. Katie Sorensen, Brandon, if you want to pull up a picture of her. Convicted on one count of making a false report of a crime. Oh, I saw this story. Yeah, she claimed a couple, turned out to be a Hispanic coming they also described her as a QAnon mom, um, at a Michael's store in Petaluma, California. So she was shopping and she made a video where she's like, your kids can be taken at any moment. I'm trying to wait, raise awareness at this attempted kidnapping. So she reported it to police and the police were like, well, point them out. She pointed out. Wait, she reported... A Hispanic couple? Yeah, December 7th. She took Did they kids- really try to kidnap anyone? No. Anybody want to see it? She made up the whole fucking thing, Drew. Okay. The day see. of this week, my children were the targets of attempted kidnapping. She looks nuts already. Um, well, she's a mom influencer. such a weird thing to even vocalize, um, but it happened. It's kind of um, hot, though. And I want to share that story. Her eyes are really wide open. Might be a mess. They're very pretty, though. Raise awareness. Uh, She's pretty. And to just encourage parents to be more aware of their surroundings and what is going on around them. Little vocal fry. Um, God, she got vocal fry. We are so distracted by um, everything that's going on in the world that we are kind of um, have our guards up so much about um, 
masks and wanting to keep our children safe that way that we're forgetting the most important way to keep them safe and that is with us um, and to not have them taken so i'm going to share our story um in an effort to raise that awareness but it's i'm not ready i this is hard for me i'm not ready to share this story but i Mm -hmm. I know it's important and i would rather why don't you wait till you can tell the story um, okay lady and get the message so this is the warm-up for the story yes Composed. God, do you need attention? Sure, Jesus Jesus Christ. How else are you going to create content? (laughs) Of course. Silly me. Monday, like I said, my children were the um, targets of attempted. Wait, I thought you were going to wait to tell the story. Fake. To Michael's craft store just to run a few errands. Wait, pause. um, Get some things. Did she say she wasn't ready to tell us? (laughs) Why is she telling us? So this is a week after she. You know, contact a police a week after they were allegedly kidnapped. But it wasn't this in the What's same video dis- that she said she wasn't ready. But she's ready to she's spread ready awareness. Right now. Yeah, she's ready. Okay, right this I, I'm, I, there's some inconsistencies already. By the way, this is December of 2020, so I just want to make okay. that clear. Very quick trip. I have not taken my children out a lot as of late, um, but this was just a. Con- a situation where we just needed to run this errand and i thought i came prepared i brought the double stroller um thinking i'd just throw them in cover them up put the uh cover on top and just walk through the store quickly grab our stuff and go i only had two items i needed to grab um and then i did a target pickup so that was the only time we were getting out of the car um oh, jesus so we god you take forever to tell a story as lady. Far Why? As possible um <laughs> In an effort to not inconvenience others with our big stroller, that's what I—that was always my go-to. Oh, yeah. Always I other people. You're never concerned about yourself, are you? She's so, so thoughtful of other people, especially the two people she claimed kidnapped. That's why you're taking up half my life with your fucking fake story. Um, that's the first thing that, from this day forward, I will be doing differently um, if I ever choose to bring my kids out again. Oh, oh, but she was found guilty of making a fake police report. Jesus Christ. And it was revealed in court one of the reasons she did it was to get followers for Instagram. Of course. What a blabbermouth. Mm-hmm. God. Shut up. Sometimes people need to be told to shut up. She yeah. needs to shut up. Good you know who God. else needs to be told to shut up is um, Meghan Markle's uh, siblings because they talked way more than Thomas Markle did in the interview. Oh, no. I know. It was kind of a huge bummer. You know, I, I was excited, though, to see that the, the Markle family, Sans Meghan, have made They're a, very tight. They've made a documentary, basically, uh, pretty much about how Meghan fucked them all over, right? Yeah, how much they hate her. Well, of course, the first thing I read about this was um, someone close to the Sussexes pointed out that they wish that they wouldn't uh, air their dirty laundry this way, that they could, you know, somehow resolve these things. And it was like, what? What? Are you joking? After all the shit they lay yeah, out there. Look, and by the way, the, the, the Markles, to me, it seems to me, are saying, gee, what did we do wrong? They're not saying that, Megan, you suck and everything, you know, all these things the way Megan and Harry say everybody fucks them over all the time. Yeah. They're basically saying, why don't you give a shit about us anymore? What did we do? Mm-hmm. How can we fix this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm psyched. Are we going to hear Thomas? We are going to hear Thomas. You're going to hear a lot more of um, from the siblings. I think it's because Thomas is just now regaining his speech, but he's walking around. He's getting good. And I, I jump forward. He wants to meet the grandchildren. He's he does. said that much, much time. What do I need to do? How do I fix this? It's a Which Megan bed, never says. It's a deathbed plea. 
Yeah. Um, he will never meet those grandkids, I guarantee you. She is so mean-spirited. Don't you believe that? She will. Ne- he will never meet the no, grandkids? Never. I don't, need, I don't, I, I don't, I don't I think really there's a chance don't. in hell. I mean, how do, how do you get through to that narcissist? I will think... I will I, I will actually uh, acknowledge a change in my feelings about Meghan Markle. If she ever lets him meet his grandkids, I will think that she's not nearly as bad a person as I thought. So that'll never change. Probably not. Your opinion on her That's one of the reasons change. I said it. <laughs> What's more likely to happen? Her opinion changes, or she changes your opinion by contacting Thomas, or he cleans all that shit off his uh, deck. Oh, it's, boy, more likely that sh- it's more likely that shit gets cleaned off the deck. Yeah, I would say, but that's not likely at all. So I jumped forward about uh, 15 minutes, mainly so you can see some of the um, home videos that Thomas wanted to share with Australian TV <laughs> of Megan, which normally I would blow by because really, who cares? Who gives a shit? She's kind, of except, an ug- she's kind of an ugly kid. Except I really want you to see her batting stance and her batting style because I know if you don't hate her enough... You're going to hate her twice as much. No, don't tell me. A she's impersonating Yaz or something. childhood videos. What? There, there she is in the cage. Eh. What, what the fuck? Take a full swing, Marco! And weekends at the lake. <laughs> what? She's Not only that, her feet were way too close together. <laughs> it, was, it was a terrible batting stance. Who taught her how to hit? Uh, hopefully ridiculous. not Thomas. I hope Thomas, if he did, he would not have included that. In but the, she has no follow-through on her swing at all. She just her, stops her when she feet, hits the ball. And her feet were way too close. That, that video they just showed of her waving? Yeah. She's really not very cute, is she? No. Also, she's got a big gap in her front teeth, which I think is kind of cute. But she obviously didn't. I mean, she's not. Look at that. Look at her teeth are a mess. She's not an ugly kid, but. But, of course, Thomas um, used his hard-earned dollars to get her teeth fixed with braces, just like he used his hard-earned money to pay for education at Northwestern. That's that's the whole first 15 minutes of this is how much (laughs) Thomas Markle's done for her. I didn't. It's fair. I guess that would piss him off. No, I think it's a valuable documentary because I did not know he had sole custody of Megan from Mm -hmm. sixth grade on. Yep. He got, got her through high school, got he her through college. Supported her through everything. And he said, whenever she wanted to do something, we did it. Yeah. That's the problem. She it's Spoiled. all about her. It was Thomas always you all spoiled about her. her. Yeah. Penguin Random House Audio presents Spare. Ah! By Prince Harry. And get this off! In the book. Why is that why is Harry the volume up? Megan, as mourning Your new the loss Where? of her father. Yeah. I knew my way around grief and it's there was setting no up Thomas's answer. This Ugh. was pure grief. I hate him. She was mourning the loss of her father. Well, it sounds as though you're dead. Yeah, exactly. She's she not dead. Every day there was another Thomas, he's crying. Thomas just said, she killed me and then she <laughs> mourned me. me. <laughs> she should be arrested for murder. I don't think she oh, mourned him, though. His belt. Oh, there's the pictures. My father, he worked 40 years in television. Won two Emmy Awards, was nominated Built for another Built sets one. for Megan. So all of his peers at ABC and in television seeing deadbeat dad. He's a drunk. He's slovenly. He's, you know, cashing in on his daughter. Can I ask a, a serious question? Wait, who said that? All of Thomas Markle's peers who he's apparently was still working with. Why did they say that? He's a deadbeat dad. That's exactly what I was going to say. That doesn't make sense. I I, I don't believe her story. Wait, he works with stupid people then. I mean, they have to be idiots because she's 36 years old. But do you believe that anyway? Do you believe that? No, it's not true. Because was Thomas working four years ago? No. I'm not sure that he was. I didn't think he was either. It's not his job to support her when she's in her 30s. No. 
What, no, what? I, I think her implication was that it, it, she they felt that he never supported her, which just you know it's, you mean, it's a she dumb point him because she dumped him. Yeah, which is why I wish she would shut up, and I wish the brother would shut up, and so we could just hear Thomas talk. You know? Yeah. No, he always tells the truth. At no time did she come out and say, "Don't treat my family like that." That's not true. So she had the opportunity. If we were misunderstanding something. Who's this lady? That's, isn't that Samantha Markle, her half-sister, who sued her? Oh, okay. Can I put a proposition to you? <laughs> sure. Because you're family. <laughs> you guys are just so much alike. <laughs> and Megan really is just a carbon copy. So are you guys such what a What do bitch? you say to that proposition? <laughs> I mean, in the sense that you're really just as bad as each other. Well, I, I, I throw a ball, you throw one back. I mean, she has made money. Great answer, Thomas. I throw a ball and you throw one back. No offense. You have made money sometimes out of no selling offense. your story. No, he's he made almost nothing, you idiot. There is no denying She's made that millions, Thomas hundred million dollars. some of the blame he's made nothing. for the breakdown of his relationship with his daughter. I'm very angry this with this person. It's going to come out tomorrow saying that your father has been staging pictures and taking money from the press. And I was like, what kind of pictures? Before her wedding, <laughs> Thomas he was out. caught out engaging in staged paparazzi photos in exchange for cash. So what? This is tabloid fodder. They are going crazy with this story this morning. Something What's the he big now says. Pause for a second. He de- what is the big fucking deal? Uh, from her perspective or oh, just no, I understand. Okay, she would not like it. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But, you know, he's not exactly someone who has uh, people constantly throwing money at him to take pictures. I don't think her penalty for him really fits his quote-unquote crime, right? Well, no. I mean, I did... think you could just talk to him and but, say, Dad, besides, what the fuck are you doing? Besides her being disappointed, I understand that. Who is upset about this? No besides one. her? No one. No one. In fact, the other siblings, they probably went, well, dad made a little money, so what the fuck? Is that really that bad? Do we really care that much? Why would it matter? I, I, I don't think- They're not harmful think, pictures. I don't think anybody cares but Meghan Markle. I think she so, was embarrassed by them. Oh, well, I understand why she would be embarrassed, and I, I'm, I believe I thought he looked pretty good working out there. I thought he looked great. weights in his hands, but come on, if, if we didn't think it was staged, wouldn't that have given it away? Yeah, yeah, yeah probably- <laughs> Just saying. No, it was stupid, but for them to come down on him like he committed the most unpardonable sin of all time, like this cunt hasn't cashed in on everything she does. Exactly. She's the biggest cashier in her in history, cashier possibly inner. ever. She's the biggest cashier in her ever. I've heard a lot of people say that exactly letter. that way. Megan wrote to him. There's the infamous Parts letter. of which he leaked to the British press. <laughs> Oops. The letter, I, 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 I gave part of the letter to the Daily Mail. God, the man on Sunday printed the private. He gave part of the letter to the Daily Mail. Yes, is what he I think. It's what he was trying sell to sell part of the letter to the Daily Mail. Uh, to oh, make yeah. it written to. I mean, it's kind uh, of a, there's a distinction. There. He said he gave it. He didn't say sell. Okay, do that. Well, the story is more complicated than we've been led to believe. What? This is the is it really the though? Queen approved the letter that Granny and Pa urged her to write. Someone suggested she writes you a letter, and the Queen said... See, it's never her fault. It's never Meghan's fault. The Queen never read this letter because it it, it was a horrible letter, very insulting and and, uh, cruel. But, but Thomas, why did you give it to the Daily Mail, part of it? Because uh, at the same time, People magazine were coming out with the fact that 
Megan had shared with six other people, right? Yeah. So you didn't so, think it was any big deal? No. no six it, people already know about it. Why, I, why I, not let six I, million know? I thought <laughs> I, have to, I, I have to get my, my side Absolutely. into this, too. Uh, I, six I, on I one, otherwise. A little part of it. The other things in a letter are so hateful. And Today, Junior, I wouldn't put it out, and that's more that protecting. Drop? You will never know. <laughs> there was nothing in that letter to be ashamed about. I gotta I ask you, oh, what's it? the letter say? Well, they they were just talking about it before, but I love the fact that Thomas Markle implies that. That letter was so bad. There's no way the queen would have seen it because she never would have let that letter out. I agree. I agree with Thomas. Well, he what, knows a lot about the queen, right? What did the letter say? I, I think it was just ripping him a new one. For what? For taking those For pictures? taking the money, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what? That's one thing. They really need to write a letter? She can't pick up the phone and say, Dad, what are you doing? Well, the, like uh, like Harry was saying, it was, uh, it was um, the fault of the queen. The queen made her write that. <gasps> Right, the queen made her write a shitty letter. That's what he just said, yeah. Do you believe that? No, not for a second. The queen didn't even talk to that cunt when she was going to commit suicide. The queen's like, "Don't help her! Do not help her!" (laughs) Here, Thomas. Thomas is going to explain his side of the story again. Ready? I thought I have. I have to get my my side into this too. I, I, I. so firmly entrenched on Team Marco. Oh, other with Thomas. Things in a letter is so hateful. I'm growing roots. So I'm so firmly entrenched. I wouldn't put it out. And that's more protecting her than myself. What? Always thinking there about There was nothing others. in that letter to be ashamed about. Really? A daughter pleading with her father to behave decently. Oh, fuck you. You stood s- by every word. Yeah, why don't you behave decently, letter, you prick? Yeah. I, I have a letter. I, 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 I don't know what I could do with it. I've got a lot of money. Auction up. I'll burn it before I sell it. Yeah, you learned that lesson. I don't know if I believe that. You learned that lesson. He talks like Vince Neil sings. (laughs) I can't understand it. Nothing. No. Really? Because I I feel like he sounds better now than he ever has. No, you can tell he's slurring. Well, he, he is slurring a little bit, yeah. Why is that so unforgivable? I mean, is is Thomas Markle was he really schooled in royal behavior and the British press? Did no, he really he's schooled have any in fucking lighting, idea? and he's good at it. He built all the lighting for her high school uh, acting projects. Built them all, and she ran around <laughs> going, "My dad's going to build all the sets. He's won Academy Awards, but now fuck that. Who cares? Paid for her college at Northwestern, forty grand tuition a year. But no, she doesn't give a shit about him now. Yeah, now he all can't help that, her now." When you balance all that against that one tabloid story, then the one tabloid story outweighs all of that, of course. Yeah. Harry really sounds like a cocksucker, doesn't he? Yes. He sounds like an asshole. What? Oh, my God. What a fucking brat. So Thomas brings out the the heavy artillery, the artillery he knows that really hurts Thank Harry. You. Okay, oh. let's hear it. I've never <laughs> played naked pool. That's true. And I never addressed a Hitler. <laughs> He's repeating, right. he's repeating those lines again. It's true, never. though. <laughs> and you've never been to the Arctic and frozen your... And by the way, he never, never paid for doing I, that, I, either. I, if they did, I certainly wouldn't tell anybody. If yeah, I did, I certainly wouldn't know, tell anybody. If he had a blue penis. A blue penis. does not, in a book, talk about his todger. My penis was oscillating between extremely sensitive and borderline traumatized. <laughs> Good job, Australia TV. Was down. You're going to North Pole. Thank what you. an okay. idiot. And things got very cold. 
At what point did you realize there was a crisis at the South Pole? Um. <laughs> oh, the mood is light-hearted. But this gathering of the Markles <laughs> has also been about the things they don't laugh about. It is, after all, the first time they've sat down together to talk about I'm how so glad all three of them... Yes. I'm so glad they all were able to get together. I know. I mean, after all they've been through, it's just wonderful they were able to do No, that. they saw Oprah and they go, these two got on TV to talk shit about their family, so let's all get together and talk shit about our family. And, mo and most of it is a response to Oprah. I mean, they keep showing Oprah clips and... I can't. I still can't get over that Oprah just sat there and, and didn't go. You know, what? don't you think maybe you crying about not having security is little? Sounds a little ridiculous. Don't you think it's pretty hard to relate to for most what? people? No, they thought they would just what? be taking at their word. Didn't you get a lot of money when your mom died? I mean, don't you have a lot of money and you really haven't worked for it? So, I mean, I don't know. I just thought Oprah was so on. I'll go when my mom left me. Megan and Harry, it was pathetic. Poor Thomas, man. I know. Poor guy. I wish there was some way we should call him. help him get over this. I wish. You tell me how I deal with it. I'm going to pray that he meets his grandchildren. I'm going to pray on that. I can't answer that question. About whether or not he'll see his grandkids. Well, it's, it's just impossibly sad, isn't it? Yes. From a father's perspective. Yeah. I want an award to go to the guy playing the piano. And, uh, and it's sad every day. He said every day. Nice I going, Megan. I, I would love to see them. Aww. Archie and Lily, but yeah. And why can't he see his children, his grandchildren? Why? why? He won't allow it. Why? What's he going to do? Is he going to invite tabloid reporters to show up? No. <laughs> that line right there, I feel like he says that just to get to the royals and to get to Harry. <laughs> What's he say? They're going to have my eyes and they're going to have my nose. <laughs> Because they are. They're a quarter Thomas. We all make mistakes, but I've never played naked pool. And I've never dressed up like a Hitler. Yeah, Mr. Perfect. Naked pool. Dressed like Hitler. I'll watch the rest of it and see if there's anything worthwhile. But, I mean, it's it's just nice to see Thomas speaking out again. Oh, man. That, and he loves Australian TV, man. He does, does yeah. He? They I must think, pay. Yeah, they that hurt. I got to tell you, that, that didn't feel good. He only really that. does either English TV or Australian TV. You never see him in the American media. I got to say, I'm so interested in watching the coronation just to see how snubbed Harry is. I know. That's the only reason to watch. I have no interest reason. in it otherwise. It sounds like he, he can't wear any uniform. He's just going to be yeah, 10 taking, rows behind. I, no, honestly, why can't he wear his uniform? What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. They should make him wear pajamas or something. I mean, he was, quote unquote, in the war, right? Yeah. So why would pilot. why would that change just because he moved to America? He killed so many Afghanis. He can wear his medals. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, Drew, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm glad they're not letting him wear it. I am too. No, he doesn't deserve to wear it. Get off on it. Um, they're just they're so pathetic. Honestly, yeah, they're awful. Yeah, I can't wait till no one will pay them anything for anything. And I think that day is not that they'll, far away. They'll be I begging. Hope. They'll be begging for attention from Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's going to be around that long, honestly. He well, I thought he was doing great there. He had the same energy level as before. He seems a little off. 
I mean, the uh, stroke seems like he's maybe he's still recovering. I hope he is. I mean, I always wish for the very best for well, Thomas Markle. At least he'll he's have one Thomas, of my favorite people. He'll have Thomas Jr. to carry on the legacy of bashing Megan. All he does is show up on <laughs> Australian reality TV shows. Uh, Thomas Jr.? Yeah. Yeah. He also has a weed farm, doesn't he? Who's Thomas Jr.? I don't know Thomas Jr. too well. Yeah, he was in Australian Big Brother. I don't know how well he did there. He was? Yeah, and I believe he runs a weed farm in Oregon. God, how ridiculous. Yeah. No, she won't talk to him either. <laughs> He's on Big Brother as Meghan Markle's brother? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, Drew. He was on Australian Big Brother as a weed farmer from Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hopefully he just did that to get back at her, I'm assuming. Otherwise, you wouldn't have done it. Well, he I think she asked for it. To say he certainly didn't do it to help her. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Thomas. Oh, man. That's terrible. Just terrible. All right. Um, boy, I tell you, this Bud Light thing, and, and I, I, you know, hopefully we won't even talk about this after today for a while because it seems like something is always coming up. I thought I was going through the whole weekend Bud Light free, but then I saw, uh, I don't know if you guys Fuck saw Bud this. Bud Light. Um, Anheuser-Busch is now being called on to reaffirm support for the trans community <laughs> because they backed off this Dylan Mulvaney advertising mm -hmm. or this partnership. And Anheuser-Busch was slammed for their response to the controversy as insufficient and cowardly. Um, it is critical for Anheuser-Busch to stand in solidarity with Dylan Mulvaney and the trans community. Translation, I think, is to basically tell your customers they're wrong for not buying Bud Light. Um, if it has anything to do with Dylan Mulvaney, Budweiser cannot run fast enough from Dylan Mulvaney. In fact, um, I saw a story where they are deleting replies to their post, which I think is about the the ad camp, the new ad campaign, or the new ad they had up, and so people were applying with pictures of Dylan Mulvaney, and they were they're deleting all the pictures on their post. They're so running f as fast as they can from Dylan Mulvaney. When faced with anti-LGBTQ and transphobic criticism, Anheuser-Busch's actions demonstrate a profound lack of fortitude in upholding its values of diversity, equity, and inclusion, lending credence to the hate-filled rhetoric. So, I mean, here they are. They've lost a lot of business. And now the left is slamming them for, hey, why don't you keep her in the campaign or, you know, uh, double down on this just to show your support for the LGBTQ and trans community. And Anheuser-Busch, they can't win. No. I mean, they're in a no win. There's nothing they can do. Yep. So, uh, yeah, they're hiding these replies and... And essentially hiding, they're essentially hiding their own marketing campaign. They've just made it disappear. And they had a lot of ads during the draft. Yeah, what were the ads? Were they Clydesdales and stuff? No, they're just, I, I don't wasn't even paying attention to it that much because I was speeding through it. But I was like, oh, but light ad, but light ad, but light ad. Um, there was a poll that revealed forty percent said they will not drink Bud Light. And the, the problem with the 40% is that it's highest in the male age demos where they sell most of their Bud Light. Dilly Somehow, dilly. Bud Light drinkers seem to be more aware of this than anyone. Um, what, are they, what are they going to? Because, once again, the problem is in Bev, it's two, two, two companies own everything. So I understand, sure you're Mark, drinking something that is And, and sometimes they do. Really I, don't, I don't think they give it that much thought. It's the, it's the quietest sure. boycott. I mean, honestly, I didn't even think quiet. it was a boycott at it's first. Loud. 
Well, Kid Rock and two country stars spoke out, and now you have some conservative people who are, you know, making hay over it. But it's, nobody's going to run around screaming about Bud Light. They're just not buying Bud Light. Well, why don't they just take one of their other I mean, beers and, and market that to the trans community, and then everyone will be happy? I don't think is Bud that the only thing they can do. Why don't I, they just make a new one, Bud Light Trans? I don't think they could do that. But honestly, I, how is this a loud boycott? I, who's speaking about it? Oh, it's all over social media. No, I think it's just a natural boycott. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. like people just didn't like it and just said "fuck you, Bud Light." And Kid Rock was went all over the planet shooting up a 12, 12 pack of Bud Light, but. You're not going to see a bunch of people protesting or begging people not to drink Bud Light. Kid Rock and John Rich are the only two that I really know. I mean, there's the other country guy, but I can't remember his name. Yeah, he's not even that well well known. And honestly, I don't see, you know, I watch the morning news every day. I watch the evening news a lot. I haven't seen a story about it other than CNBC did a big story last week about how devastating it was. And I've heard from people that the results are devastating, but I don't see a lot of people you know, running around saying, boycott Bud Light. I mean, I think the word got out and people, it's one of those things where it's like, it's a certain, it's one place where you can very easily oh. vote for. for Let me show you a photo. It. I for, totally forgot about this. This came in on the boner line from one of our listeners who went to the, uh, what was the big country concert last week? Oh, Luke, Luke Combs. Oh, Luke Combs. Luke Combs. And a boner liner sent this photo. I'll show it to you real quick, Drew. I saw that, Brandon. It's a photo of a, a, the, a beer cooler, and all of the beer, all the Bud Light and Budweiser is completely full. The Miller Light and whatever <laughs> was next to Miller Light is empty. Well, that's something that you will see on social media is people are putting pictures up of pallets and pallets full of Bud Light um, next to, in many cases, empty shelves or, you know, sparsely filled shelves. But I would say this. I don't think Bud Light is going to reaffirm their support for the trans community. I think they pretty much, they tried to. It, you know, what are they going to do? Destroy their business? No, the trans community should just start buying Bud Light. Yeah. Why aren't they? I mean, that was the whole idea, not, I thought, was they needed to not, be more, they needed to reach other audiences. Not Why not that big other... of a market. Well... Yeah, I I think they're in a no-win position. It reminds me of... Um, and a lot of that's created by their own fault for their how slow they responded to it in general. Yeah, I don't think they know what the fuck to do. I think this is such a weird thing. Honestly, this one thing with Dylan Mulvaney was a tiny part of their marketing. It was tiny. Yep. But that picture just went everywhere of this Dylan Mulvaney in a bubble bath with a Bud Light with her picture on it, and it's ridiculous. Honestly, it just looks ridiculous for a beer ad. But, I mean, people have done stupid ads before. Sure. Every, every time that picture comes up, I just go, oh, God. And there's about four pictures they use, and they tend to be at the head of articles about it. And, of course, when Bud starts posting other stuff, that's all people reply with are pictures of Dylan Mulvaney, which is why they started removing them. It really, the problem was they chose the wrong uh, trans influencer. I would say at a minimum. Yeah. And I wonder what this does to Dylan Mulvaney, because Dylan Mulvaney's career was on fire. Sells Maybelline, right. sells Nike. Yeah, now, now you guys said something about Maybelline. Maybelline users were mad or something. I really haven't heard much about that. Is Maybelline suffering for this? I don't think so. I, don't know. I mean, that was new last week. 
I think those chicks will still wear their. And makeup. Nike, nobody at Nike seems to care. Nike, by the way, people Nike's are always too mad big. at Mike. It's almost Nike. too big to fail. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you're but right. I'm really surprised Bud Light is too big to fail. You know, they probably are. It's probably they're going to really? be. Really, like, you think so? Yeah, I, I think this will blow over. Yeah, put it this way, Mark. I mean, people aren't going to stop buying beer. They're just going to buy different beer. But no, if people know, who love their I, Nike Air Jordans, they're going to buy the Nike Air Jordans. That, that was my point um, last week, and I was saying that people just don't, I guess, just buy that beer just out of habit more than anything. So make sure if you're if it's a real boycott and you really want to hurt Anheuser-Busch, you got to buy Miller or Coors. But look at, yeah, well, I mean, I don't think people well, care they, about they hurting Anheuser-Busch as much as they hurt, they care about They don't want to be seen Bud buying Light. a Bud Light. Right. Because they don't want to be associated. And they don't want to get, like, people at the Luke Combs concert last week, they don't want to be walking around with well, Bud Light and people going, nice tranny fluid! Uh, Miller and Coors are the big winners. Mm-hmm, they're up. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who are gaining the most market share in the short run. Now, there's another funny story about this bar and grill where the um, the owner made a post condemning the bigotry and hatred of his customers for not drinking Bud Light. And he... Where's this at? I'm sorry. Uh, he made a Facebook post. No, no, no. Where's the bar? It's an Indiana bar. Indiana? Well, that's a mistake. The Fairfax Bar and Grill in Bloomington, Indiana. Oh, well, College Town. Yeah, it's not. it's no place we would know. Anyway, says no, I just wonder where, like, what town. If you publicly discuss this, you'll be asked to leave the establishment. We're tired of all the hate. Um, bars exist in public spaces where ideas can be exchanged, but due to the air, the uh, the all all the bigotry and hatred that has surfaced around the Bud Light boycott, any patron wanting to voice uh, concerns about the issue will be immediately asked to pay their bill and leave. And then they ran the story on Fox News, and right, the guy doubled that down. Much, if you care that much, don't don't make them pay the bill. Just let them make them leave. Oh, why? Oh. Right? I mean, if you if you care, if, well, what if what it's really the, about what you say it's about, then just forget the bill and let them leave. Well, make why leave. why does he care what his customers talk about? I mean, they're drinking beer That's there. Stupid. It's stupid, but he he cares enough that he still wants them to pay their bill. Oh yeah. So anyway, yeah. Apparently, and according to the Fox News story, a lot of the regulars were very pissed about the post and said, "We'll talk about whatever we want to," and we weren't being, we were not uh, bigots or anything like that. So yeah, whatever. Some bar and grill and wherever they are. Um, speaking, speaking about the open exchange of ideas, do you see the story about Bloomfield Hills High School? What about it? The principal had to resign because of an assembly controversy that they had. Because he had a pro-Palestinian um, attorney speak to a 10th grade uh, assembly and, I guess, had some pretty what were viewed as anti-Semitic remarks. So he lost his job. Why would you have a pro-Palestinian attorney talk at an assembly? It doesn't sounds a little I, over the head of high school kids. Well, because I think the idea or the point of the assembly was about um, discrimination and open ideas. And that just kind of backfired in his face. It sounds like a stupid idea. Well, I, I don't know. Why would you bring in somebody involved in a dispute like that? Though, aren't they going to say something that's going to upset somebody? High school principal, well, I think the idea was the exchange of ideas. Uh, high school principal Lawrence Strouder officially resigned after one year in the role. Um, he'd placed on leave at the end of March. The school came under fire following a controversial assembly. Some members of the community called for prominent district figures like him to resign after a Palestinian American activist spoke during a, oh, it was a diversity assembly in a community with significant Jewish population. So the members of the community then criticized the school for allowing the attorney and pro-Palestinian activists to speak during the assembly. Uh, the diversity like assembly. a really bad idea. Well, just no more diversity assemblies then. 
What is the I just don't know why would you why would you need this guy to speak at the I don't diversity remember assembly. having diversity assemblies in high school. Can you tell me what those are? <laughs> well, when you learn about other cultures and other people that aren't you and isn't other that, Isn't that just school? No, not anymore. Okay. That's interesting. Um, I mean, I learned about other cultures in school. I didn't have to have an assembly to address it. It was just part of, hey, there's other countries and there's other people that do other things and this is what they do. School is very interesting these days. Um and a lot of people have a lot of feelings about it. And Elon Musk was on Bill Maher Friday night. Did anybody see it? No, I saw uh, clips. I tell you, Elon Musk is a really good guest. And what sh- what surprised me the most was the audience loved him. And I, I thought that the left generally did not like Elon Musk. But Bill Maher likes Elon Musk. And, and, and honestly, I think, you know, once again, I feel like I'm in alignment with Bill Maher. I like Elon Musk because he has a lot of great ideas. And he does things. He produces things. Uh, he's not not a big blowhard, although sometimes he does blow hard. And he had a lot to say. And actually, it was interesting. I think he was nervous because he was stammering a lot on Mar, and it almost seemed like he was stuttering. I don't think he has a stutter, but is he? He likes rockets. I don't they claim he's autistic? Do autistic people? I don't know. I'm do that? I, it just seemed a little. But but I thought his words were generally pretty good, and the crowd loved him, and he made some jokes, and it was he has Aspergers. Okay, um, when he went to the when he showed up at the Dave Chappelle show, he was booed wildly booed. At the Bill Maher crowd, which I would think would be similar, seemed to like him. But um, anyway, it was a lot of talk about suppression of free speech and Twitter and Twitter. Uh, he pointed out, which is kind of what I thought. I never thought he bought Twitter because he wanted to make money because Twitter was a loser. Um, and it still is to some degrees a loser, but for it was, they were, they were losing 4 million a day. And one of his first things was cut, what? 80% of yeah. the, the uh, employees there. And it still functions. Well, well, the guy that owned Twitter before said, I, I was a terrible business person. I had way too many people on the payroll and it was not, it was not in good financial situation. Uh, traded, but yeah. So, so Elon Musk uh, has cut down the workforce, and I think it's cl- it's closer to profitability, but there's a lot of problems. But he said he considers Twitter to be the digital town square, and he does not want Let's people see. to fear uh, what they say. Let's see, this is this is where it comes in conflict with some of the stuff he's doing, like Matt Taibbi, who wrote the Twitter uh, Twitter files. They call it the Twitter files. He then. Won't let him post any of his Substack stuff on there. So there is he. There is still a, you know, a business aspect to it because he doesn't want to compete with Substack. I don't so, know what that means. Do I don't mean? know what that means either. What do you mean? What do you mean he won't let him? What? what Matt Taibbi, he, he's blocked him from from sharing some of his Substack articles because they're a competitor to Twitter. Because people will post. Do you know what Substack is? Oh no, I don't. It's just another form where you can write, where um, freelancers can write. Um, like Barry Weiss writes on there a lot. Tabby writes on there. I mean, it's you, and you make money based on your clicks, which is kind of why uh, Twitter's moving now to that idea of, hey, uh, media companies, if you get a click through Twitter, then we'll charge people, and it'll cost you to. And that's to why click blue check marks can now have unlimited characters and stuff. Well, Twitter is going to um, allow people to purchase articles. That's what, that's what, yeah. yeah, to get around the the paywall. I see what you mean. But um, anyway, yeah, I, which, I don't, which isn't I don't a know bad idea. Is. So yeah, well, we've read stuff off of Substack, but they're competitors. So this idea that he's 
you know, open to this free market. It's like, no, you're still running a business. So don't. Well, but I think in terms of uh, the First Amendment, Twitter was an abortion before he took over Twitter. Twitter was, you know, uh, there's multiple stories that they absolutely shut down on Twitter. And he considers Twitter to be a very important place where ideas exchanged. Um, and he felt it was being censored by the government, not just Twitter itself, but by the federal government. I never thought it was an easy way to make money. A lot of arrows are pointed at me, but um, I think he was relatively optimistic about it. And otherwise, uh, I don't know. Again, I was surprised at how well he got over with the Bill Maher crowd. They were actually pretty whooped up when he came on, and he seemed to, seemed to do well. That could be also an audience uh, manager, you know, with a light that says, please clap. I don't know. On the Bill Maher show, I think that audience is pretty independent. I think so. Um, and Elon also said, you know, people accuse him of being far right. And he says, I think of myself as moderate. I've spent a massive part of my life working on sustainable energy, electric vehicles, batteries to help us save the environment. So um, he, he and Maher were talking about how the world has moved, but they don't feel that they have moved. And he definitely doesn't look at himself that way, but he, I think he's aware that some people do. Anyway, um, it was a good show. Little I Rocket his, Man. I thought the other guests were good, too. And Sometimes I, mean, I don't like their... I, that segment in the middle is the one I like the least, I think. Isn't that the old, the old quote, though? That, uh, isn't that a Reagan quote? I didn't leave the Democratic Party, they left me. Isn't that, isn't that where that comes from? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't recall. I just think that happens. I think that happens with every generation. Well, I, I understand what, when Marr explains it, I, I understand what he's saying. I don't think Bill Marr is, um, he's a progressive thinker. I, I would certainly consider him a Democrat, but just because he doesn't like some things, he actually calls out things that are going on. In fact, what were they talking about? Oh, woke mind virus, which was another interesting conversation about suppression of free speech. Just that questioning things is bad. Um, hurting or trying to hurt people for questioning things, and which is essentially like cancel culture. But uh, just because you don't like some things going on on the left doesn't mean that you're not a progressive or a lefty. And I, I feel like people on the right should be treated the same way. The, the right, I don't, you know, I often wonder this. How many people who call themselves Democrats or Republicans actually believe in every the main components of both parties. I find it hard to believe that all those people, 80 million people who vote for Joe Biden or Donald Trump, that they really buy into all those things. I don't believe Well, that. part of the problem now, too, is who wants to do that fucking job? Who wants to be in politics at any level? So what you get are the real fringe people on yeah. both sides. Uh, yeah, or just complete imbeciles. I, yeah, I can't think of a time. fringe people who won't listen to anything. I can't think of a time where I ever respected the elected people as little as I do now. And I never had a lot of respect for them anyway. But, I mean, look at some of these imbeciles. And you're just like, I can't believe they could win any election. I don't think they could win uh, their class presidency. I don't think they could be elected to student council when they were in class. <laughs> but they're the best of what's left out there, apparently. Or they're able to get votes. All right. Um... This is a uh, 
Oh, you know what we didn't do? We were going to take a look at, and because I missed, when was Motley Crue on at the draft? When the fuck was that? I missed it, too. They played uh, Friday night, um, I think after they went off the air, kind of like a late night concert in that, at that venue, because I, I want to say they played for a half hour or so. Uh, but they re-ran it yesterday, I think in the round, in the sixth round, because, yeah, I was watching then. Huh. Huh. <laughs> huh. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally missed it, and it's the first time I think they've played, well, at least publicly for all of us to see, with their new guitarist. Yeah, John Five, I'm trying to cue this up again. Um, hey, hey, Dennis. Hey, Captain. Hey, hey, Vince Neil here. How's it going? Hey, hey, Shelly, Vince Neil. I haven't heard anything about all this hullabaloo over Vince's vocals being pre-recorded, about the bass parts being pre-recorded, about yeah. you know, certain things that you know were going down that were really not very rock and roll, if you ask me. I mean, is that so? Those claims are just going to go up there. Nobody's going to figure out if it happened or not. Because the first thing I wondered about when I saw this was, is that is Vince singing live? Yes. You can definitely yeah, tell he's singing so. live because you can't understand a word he's saying. He's winded, and <laughs> it sounds a lot like the videos that we see online of him singing in other venues. Now, when it comes down to the guitars and the bass tracks, I can't tell. I mean, it looks like John 5 is ripping and roaring there. Yeah, he was doing Mick a good job. Mars claimed that there was, you know, bass backing, and you can't really tell. That's not. I didn't consider "Kickstart My Heart" to be like a really difficult bass line to uh, crank out. I also, um, I, you know, you guys were all commenting on Vince, and <laughs> I didn't really, I wasn't really able to judge Vince because I couldn't stop looking at him. Like, what's going on with something? Looks weird. Right. Yeah, I think he had work done on his face, like a facelift, or I don't know what they do around the eyes. I don't know. I just, honestly, I don't know what are people doing to themselves these days. I feel like there's a lot of people they they look. It's like, um, why do you look different? <laughs> <laughs> I love that drop. It just sounds so weird. I thought uh, I like the why you look different. The introduction, <laughs> the introduction of the band is really good too. Oh, is it, are you kidding? No, it's 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 pretty cool. Because of course they're talking about the draft. Can you put it on the screen here? Oh, it is on the screen. Little Mahomes was sprinting and they'll fight it out to give a listen to some of the great music we've had here this week. Great segue. Enjoy some of that now. Enjoy some of that now. Are picks being made while they're playing? Oh, yeah, because in, the, in these rounds, picks are constantly made. That seems kind of a weird inter interruption, doesn't it? Yeah, but they go back and they go through them all. But why have a Motley Crue song in the middle of the fucking draft? Well, I mean, you can see the crawl underneath. You can see the Ravens. You can see that the Ravens have a pick that's in. Why not have a Why not have a Pearl Jam song? Why not take a clip from Springsteen's show? I, I think it'd be great if, while the pick is being made, uh, Vince just screams out the pick too. Like, <laughs> With a 225th pick in the draft, the Ravens let the corner back. That's good. There's, I there's a, did you hear that? There's the noise. I thought he sounded worse before. Seriously. I just want to back it up because there's the noise. The doo -doo 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 -doo. Exactly. The noise that a selection has been made by the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> 
Did he sound? I, I thought I, he sounded worse than this before. Oh, I think he sounds pretty bad. He looks pretty awful too. Guard. Why we look different? Vor, he's selected by the Ravens. What's with the cheerleaders all over the stage? Like the NFL generic NFL branded cheerleaders that are dancing there. Oh, it says NFL on Nikki's guitar. Yeah. yeah, NFL draft. It has the date and everything. I, I gotta tell you, huge crowd though for play, them for a free oh, yeah. concert. What does massive. Vince say? Because <laughs> you don't know what he's saying. I don't eat it. I swear he just said the N-word there. <laughs> Drew, doesn't he look bizarre? He does. All, all I hear is, why you look different? <laughs> why you look different? <laughs> Buffalo. Bills. Look at those cheerleaders. Oh my god, stupid. This is really dumb. Is this the only track they played? No, no they, they, this is the only one they showed on um, during the draft. Oh, that's you, what I meant. Did they, they didn't show another no, song? No, they didn't show any others. I mean, you can go on YouTube and see you know people that recorded it in the uh, in the crowd because uh, they played they played for a for a good good amount. I also love the fact that there's NFL highlights going on behind them on the screen. <laughs> So Instead of a bunch of scantily clad chicks like a normal concert. It just doesn't make sense. I don't know if Tommy asked to see Roger Goodell's dick or anything either. <laughs> I want to see Roger Goodell's dick. <laughs> I'm the gayest motherfucker around. I want to see Roger Goodell's dick. It's so bizarre. I want to see everyone's dick. <laughs> I want to see every draft pick's dick. <laughs> there's, there's Vince. Look at his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> he looks so bizarre. <laughs> He does. I want to see Jaden Carter's dick. I want to see Will Levis's dick. I want to see everyone's dick. <laughs> I want to see Bryce Young's dick. dick. <laughs> Who was just drafted from USC? I want to see his dick. By the way, Will, Will Levis. Yes. I couldn't stop laughing when he wasn't getting picked over and over. Because he's looking like, he's an asshole. I'm having a great time. Hey, I'm smiling. Everything's cool. And I swear, I thought his girlfriend looked like she was on a dating app on her phone. Like, he's getting drafted. I'm going to look at some fucking people on this app. She looked so unhappy, didn't she? Yes, she looked miserable. She's hot, though. And no, I, thought, I thought his sister was his girlfriend for a long time because his girlfriend just bolted and his sister was sitting there. And that was the first person I saw. And I was like, oh, that's a, that girl's very pretty. I mean... Seems like she would be his girlfriend. And she was all over her phone. <laughs> was was he there day two when he was picked? No, no he left. No, he bolted. So, God, you know, doesn't that, doesn't that show something of character that he bolted after the first day because he wasn't picked and yes. he sat there all day? But yet the Lions picked uh, Banks, the safety. Is that uh -huh. his name, Banks? Yeah. Branch. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I knew that was wrong. Uh, Branch stayed. He came back no, on I love, day two I, I and he was that. there. Yeah, because he thought he was going in the first round possibly, yeah. but he stuck around because he wanted to have the experience and that was great. Which is good. You got to have experiences. Well, I got to tell you that his girlfriend, I don't know how many <laughs> followers, I don't know how many Instagram followers that she had prior to the draft, but she's up to 125K now. Okay, she was at, Brandon, yesterday she was at 96. So Ooh. she's up like 30 today. I don't think she's as pretty in person as she is in these pictures. In these pictures, she looks fantastic. Which one is she there? 
Oh, this must be with her sister. Like I mean, she's very pretty. She's this girl. She's the... Uh, the blonde or the brunette? the brunette? She's the brunette. With that ass oh, the right The blonde there. is hotter. Oh, my God. I'd risk it all for you. <laughs> Isn't the blonde hotter? Will Levis no, can't handle I don't it. think so. Really? No, I like the brunette. Okay. A second round pick? Come on, you can do better. <laughs> <laughs> you really settled for a second round pick? Oh, my. She looks great there. Will wasn't a first pick, but you're my first. I pick. like Holly's comment there. 1980 Bush vibes. <laughs> She's got really curly hair. <laughs> Absolutely. Fucking What's your hair routine? Because it always looks perfect. I will drink your bath water. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm obsessed with you. You're a star. Dunner. <laughs> oh, so pretty. Uh, <laughs> this all reminds me that we have a brand new boner army. I think we do. Chelsea, she got her... Oh, that that army. Oh, my. Okay, this is funny. I, I have a first-hand story about this. Okay, two weeks ago, Brandon somehow got wind that Fox 2, or did they post something you just saw it? Yeah, I saw that Roop Raj had retweeted Stephanie Mead, who said, hey, I'm leaving Indy, I'm coming to Detroit, I'm going to join Fox 2. And she's very pretty. And so we immediately went, she looks kind of like almost Boner Army pretty. So Brandon went to her Instagram on the show, and she's very pretty. Oh, she is. She's, she's, she's gorgeous. She's kind of traditionally beautiful. And, um, and we were reading comments, and she has kind of a... It's sort of like a borderline boner army. I boner, think. I'd say boner platoon. Okay, boner platoon. We'll put it that way. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we posted, you know, new uh, forecaster at Fox 2. And, and because the picture, Jim naturally used a beautiful picture of her face, <laughs> we got some views. I mean, a couple thousand views, maybe 2,500. Well, anyway, she debuted on Fox 2 mm -hmm. on Thursday or was it Friday night maybe. And all of a sudden... We start getting her our YouTube post because people went and Googled her, sure. and it had our, our YouTube post, so boom, people went to give her views, and we must have had 2,000 views on Friday and Saturday because everybody's Googling her because she was doing weather on Fox in a very tight dress. Mm. She looks really good. She's very pretty. So now Brandon has just located, this is her Instagram you were looking at? Sure. She's that's, with the other cool. Fox hottie. at a, What is that, a concert? This is at the Luke Comb concerts. I don't see them drinking Bud Lights, but uh, so Erica Francis decided to welcome her well. co-worker by taking her to the the concert. And they're both knockouts. And she said the warmest of welcomes Wh to Detroit from Erica on Air, which is Erica Wh Francis. Which one? Who's Erica? Erica's on the right. She's on the... And this is she the was, new she was at the Killer Cares event. Erica was there. Uh oh. Oh, you're looking so good. You welcome... You handle Michigan weather like you've been here all year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it's just the start of a boner army. I think. Congratulations, gorgeous, on your new job. You look so pretty. Who's your friend? <laughs> I miss you on my TV. Good looking and our friends with each other. Beautiful ladies. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people who are excited to see Stephanie meet on Fox 2 Detroit delivering your weather. She is a meteorologist. She's beautiful. Oh, two beauties. She is missed in Indy, so she already has the uh, the foundation of a boner army because the ones in Indy have already amassed, and now they're many, recruiting in Detroit. How many comments are there? Uh, let me see what she normally gets. She has... How many comments on that post? Uh, 150. She has 34,000 followers. That's going to go up. Oh, yeah. She is dying. It's already gone up. She's she takes a, a great dying. picture. 
She does. Here she is on the boat. Oh, oh whoa. God, good yeah. Lord. What, that, that, what a complete dime this babe is. Come live <laughs> with me, baby. That's the picture Bentley used. Mm-hmm. For the YouTube. You're beautiful. Stunning. Yeah, I, um. Show I, more. <laughs> show more. How much more can she show? I'm kidding. Your vagina. <laughs> She's not going to do that. She is a career woman. And she is going to go far in the Detroit she's marketplace. She's a meteorologist. She's in the Detroit marketplace now. She was in the market before. In the markets in the 40s. Jesus. Detroit market is still about number 12, 13 Total market. babe. She made a nice move up in market size. And uh, I imagine that uh, she should have some great success here. Be able to parlay that possibly to top five market if she really plays her cards right. I love your long, sexy brown hair. Scrumptious. You look beautiful on the water. <laughs> like she doesn't look beautiful anywhere else. Fire. Fire. Who Absolutely sexy. Who wrote scrumptious? God. Or scrumptious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Up there a little bit. Fucking weirdo. Delicious. <laughs> I, I don't know how these women live with I would think they they'd shut it. their comments off. They love it. What are you talking about? You telling me she? You telling me she does not like that? Holy cow! I don't know, scrumptious and yes. I want to drink your bathwater. If you put a picture on Instagram and people responded, "Oh, Drew is so hot, fire, no, they'd be, scrumptious." I knew, I, I know they were yeah, fucking with me. You'd be flattered. Sweet, I know they'd be fucking with me. Yeah, but they're baby, not fucking with her. Sweet I know. baby Jesus, you are finer than frog hair. <laughs> Good <laughs> Lord, have mercy on my soul, and I'm not kidding. God. Are Dirty you a little? Are you a little embarrassed for our gender? Yes, very much so. Why are we so thirsty? Why are we? Just I know they're so... pathetic. It's yeah. like, don't they know that nobody reads this except us? <laughs> Hang on, let me just ask my boner. Seriously? Oh yeah, he's fine with it. There's no. I mean, so do you suppose that any of these girls go? Oh, I'm gonna read really nice comments. We're getting really nice oh. comments on that bathing suit picture. Oh yeah. Gave oh, me such on. a nice compliment. Of course they are. I'm going to slide into his DMs. Oh, of course they're reading them all, though, to feel better about themselves. It's affirmation. That's ridiculous. There's no it's way they should feel better about themselves because all these creeps yeah. put these daily, I mean, like the, good morning, dimples. Yeah, look at this. You're, you're a stunning Wisconsin girl. I would marry you without a prenup. What a compliment. Oh, yeah. yeah she really <laughs> she needs, a needs your money. She's got a <laughs> me meteorologist gig on TV, yeah, dumbass. Beautiful lady, you're going with people like the beautiful sun, hottie, gorgeousness. What a great song! Oh, looking beautiful there. Message me. <laughs> Can we look at Terry, the guy that wants to be messaged? Yeah, Terry. He's probably private. Yeah, Terry. I'm single, never married, no kids, man. But I love me some Stephanie Mead. So, yeah, she finally uh, debuted on Fox 2. She's out at she, Luke Combs yeah, concert. She is exceptionally photogenic. She really is. Isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, she really is. She's going to be very actually, popular Erica's, around here. That's why she's on TV. Erica's really cute, too. And, you know, I had this weird thought today when I saw all these views coming in on our YouTube. And I'm like, oh, Stephanie Mead debuted. Mm -hmm. And so people are Googling her and they're seeing our YouTube. Because we just, when the announcement was out, we... Checked her out, and you know, was like, "Whoa, pretty." I'm sure she can do the weather, but I wonder to myself. Okay, remember when? Let's say like mid '90s, when we 
couldn't help notice that Fox 2 hired a lot of really pretty young ladies. Oh, hey, there's Taryn Asher. Yeah, Taryn and Dina and... Um, Amy Andrews. Oh, and, and Amy Lang. And uh, <laughs> I thought, I wonder how they all feel now that, you know, that, you know, the, the Stephanie Meads and the Americas <laughs> are getting hired. <laughs> I'm sure they're not thrilled. Yeah, I... I suppose it's not. It's reality of life, man. But they, they really did, it seems, go out of their way to hire attractive women. And actually, you know what? All those all the women who are still there, they're all be, they all look great, mm -hmm. I think, honestly. I'm not just saying that. Dina looks ageless. Mm -hmm. That's that's why right there. The very first time, like whenever you just Google Stephanie Mead Fox 2, the very first thing that pops up. Welcome right. to Detroit from the Drew and Mike Show. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, WISH's Goodbye is up there, too. I actually watched that. Oh. And, oh, my God, there's some long stories not very well told, in my opinion, on that. Because <laughs> they, they not only say goodbye to her, on the she's on the morning show there. Mm-hmm. But they go to people and um, who she works with, and I noticed a lot of them uh, were sorry that they couldn't be there. Which I thought, well, if you like her so much, shouldn't you be there? Jeez. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's some really long goodbyes. I thought it was, I think I would have edited it down a little bit. But I don't work there, and I don't know Stephanie, so maybe she is just I that great. You. <laughs> we're sad to see her go. <laughs> um, Okay, somebody sent me, uh, and again, keep sending these links and stuff, because, you know, with all of us looking at so much shit, whether it's online or on social media, it's amazing when you use all those resources together, and I get a lot of great links from people. Brandon gets links, and somebody sent me this fucking hilarious Corey and Corey phone line. Wait, Corey <laughs> Feldman and Corey Haim are trying to vacuum money out of their fans by creating some way to call them and it's so stupid. I, I, I didn't watch the whole thing, but basically, you call a number to get their numbers. This was back when the 900 numbers were just rampant. Yeah, and the one in our sex numbers, and remember, the uh, it was always for almost anything that could be turned into money would be turned into a 900 number. Like when OJ was on trial, Al Cowlings had his 1-900 number where you could call and hear Al's message of the day, which, of course, would be nothing related to the trial because he couldn't talk about it. Right. But they would have the comments... Of the OJ, you know, is not guilty people on there. You could listen to those for hours, and they charge you for every minute. Mm -hmm. But anyway, Corey and Corey, and I think this is when their career was probably on the downside. <laughs> they, they tell, explain this to me, because they tell you to call this number to get this number, and then you call them at the number they give you, which is like, why don't they just give you the number? Because then they can't get the money. So well, The you, first call. You, <laughs> they explain the whole thing in the no, commercial. It's really dumb. Guess what? Corey Haim and Corey Feldman are giving out their personal numbers. If you call 1-900-909-3700, you can listen to their private phone messages and get their personal number where you can leave them a message of your own. $2 the first minute, 45 cents each additional minute. Ask your parents before you call. 1-900-909-3700. Corey you call me right now, I'll give you my private number. Um, you call that number and you'll hear a recording and I'll give you my personal number if you can call that. Um, and we'll wrap. No, we'll you rap. won't. You we'll said rap. it was to get to leave messages for them. We'll wrap. I'm going to call the number right now. No, don't you just leave a message for them? Isn't that all you're doing, Brandon? Or you can hear their private messages? I think you. I think you were supposed to hear a number, and then from there you dial the number, and it was supposed to go to them. I think Corey Haim fucked up when he said we'll wrap because I don't think you talk to them. Oh, 
Oh, so they just leave a message. That's what I because because Corey Feldman said, "Listen to our private messages." It's probably Feldman's. Oh. Oh, I was gonna say it's probably Feldman's personal number now. <laughs> Damn! Play the commercial again, Brandon. They shut it down. I don't believe anyone talks to anyone. Guess what? Corey Haim and Corey Feldman are giving out their personal numbers. If Twit. you call one nine hundred nine zero nine thirty seven hundred, you can listen to their private phone messages. Two dollars for the first minute, forty five seconds additional. You can $2 leave them a message. Minute, 45 cents each additional minute. Oh, there goes your fucking you message. 1-900-909-3700. If you call me right now, I'll give you my private number. Um, you call that number, <laughs> and you'll hear a recording, and I'll give you my personal number if you call <laughs> that. Um, and we'll rap. And we'll rap. <laughs> what a scam. What a scam. What an absolute scam. I wonder how many people called that. Do you suppose they made a lot of money on that yeah. bullshit? I think Lisa Simpson called it once. Oh, yeah, I have the audio <laughs> of that, too. I do. I have it right here. Oh. Oh, She's the staring hotline. at a phone. Yeah. Hi, you've reached the Corey hotline. Four ninety-five a minute. Here are some <laughs> words that rhyme with Corey. Glory. Story. <laughs> allegory. Montessori. <laughs> That's thing. Isn't that great? That's brilliant. I remember when she had that addiction. <laughs> she was addicted to the Corey hotline? Yes, she got she addicted was. to it, and she was spending up money like kids do on video games today. Oh, my God. The part is like, call this number, and it'll give you my private number where you can go. Why, why do I need two phone numbers? What is this? That's just to keep you on the phone longer, right? Yeah, of course. Oh, my God, how brutal. There apparently is a band called the Corey Hotline. <laughs> really? That's yeah. brilliant. So that, that ad must have run a lot. Did it make, yeah. Probably ran on late night TV in a lot of markets. Yeah, I'm, I'm dying to look for, to see if anybody has an actual recording of it, but I can't find anything. Oh, this one says, oh boy. What? Uh, that could be a bad. I'm trying to find like an excerpt from the, from the Corey Hotline. I want to hear their private messages. That's what I mean. I want to see that. I want to see that. I want to hear their private messages. Problem is, this band, this band keeps getting in the way. Yeah, like you're going to hear famous people calling them on their private messages. <laughs> <laughs> Chicks. God, it's amazing how big 900 numbers were. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what the. Oh, God. I did I ever say the story? Did you watch the, the Miss Cleo documentary that was out about that? No. It's, it's kind of interesting. It's, I think uh, I'd like to watch that. The pay, there's really not much payoff, but it's all just about how fake it is and that she really didn't use that accent. So she should be in as much trouble as Chet Hanks. I do have a list of the weirdest 900 numbers from the 80s. And number one hey, is the, the Corey, Corey Haim and Corey Feldman, Corey and Corey fan hotline. Number two, the He-Man hotline, but the video has been removed. Yeah, you Wait, could what's call, the He-Man hotline? You could call yeah. He-Man and have a discussion with him. Is that Talk a wrestler? He- oh. Paula Abdul's no, no, he, hotline. He- He-Man was like the number one toy in cartoon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have the oh, power. Yeah. What's the Paul Abdul hotline? Find it's where out. she farts on the phone. <laughs> Audio Entertainment presents oh, music's new sensation, Paula Abdul. Mispronounce her name. Call me, I've got news you can use. And Straight up, farting. she's going to tell really you everything. Loud. Call 1-900-909-1800 now. Call me twice and I'll send you an autograph picture. You and Paula together. Just $2 the first minute, 45 cents each extra minute. Kids ask your parents permission. Paula's on a rocket to stardom. Call me now and find out why. Pick Are the you phone. kidding? 1800 Hi, this is Paula Abdul. <laughs> Sorry. And I just farted you really loud. you got to be kidding me. When the macho man Randy Savage locks up 
Was Hulk there? Hogan has his own 1-900 number, or at least had it. Jessica Hahn had a oh, secret what? revealing hotline. I want to hear her line. I'm Jessica Hahn, and when people hear my name, they think of headlines, scandal, and controversy. But very few people know my side of the story, and almost no one knows how I really feel. Now I'm ready to reveal the secrets I have held Wait, she so got raped by Jim Baker, the pastor, and then she got new boobs and was in Playboy. Yeah, and you can hear That's all pretty about much it. her story. Jessica Hahn. Jessica Hahn tells all. Call one No one cares. Speak for yourself. You, ba- ba- you know, Bakes was calling that line like crazy. <laughs> Wait, Paul Abdul, so when you called, she actually sent you a, an autograph picture the second time you called the one in a number two times really yep. how about this one warrant a warrant by the way how do you th- how do you friends you th- count on that how do you think that worked did she's like all right, you know, thanks for calling for the second time, and then just clicked over and was like, "Oh uh, yeah, what's your address?" <laughs> All right, it's in the mail. Oh my god, look at this one, Drew. Look at this one. Holy shit! Wait, what was Grandpa that one? Grandpa Al Munster. I want the warrant one. You want the yeah, warrant? I want the warrant. Oh, warrant. Oh, oh, man. Warrant. Yeah. You kidding me? Audio Entertainment presents Warren. Yeah, we like to rock and roll. We like to do a lot of other things, too. Call the Warren Rock Line. We'll give you the warm, hard facts on our personal lives. Our fans always come first. Just $2 the first minute, 45 cents each additional oh, minute. I'll be double entendres. Our always come through. Call in here a new message every day and learn how you can leave your personal message for Warren. Or for them to delete. Got on your mind. Call us and find out what goes on behind tour bus doors. Why did they all say tour bus, <laughs> bus doors, doors together? That was tour really bus dumb. I, dorks. I, I want whoever Rock wrote that script. Rock and roll script. on four. Ready? One, two, three, four. Rock and roll. Oh, my God. God, that was it's so embarrassing. Your friend, Grandpa. I got Poor Smash. I am Grandpa from the Munsters has a 900 line. The new kids on what the block. What is he going to fucking tell us? Hey, uh, yeah, I want to know. What is Grandpa going to tell us? What are his secrets? Vampires of America. I mean, you'll hear you can be a junior vampire. To call, you got to ask your parents' permission and call this phone number. one With the war number, you get updates every day. So you can call every day. You'll hear all about my monster friends. Learn how to get a free vampire pack. I think this one bombed. I don't think anybody yeah, called this one. No young kid is like, I got to talk to Grandpa yeah, Munster. You're too fucking old, Grandpa. New Kids on the Block was probably a huge... Huge number. Oh, yeah. There was a joke number. That was probably Jeff. Tiffany. Tiffany. Oh. Oh, is nice. she going to show her tits? Uh, hopefully. If you call the number. From the one who loves you, baby. Hi, this is Tiffany, and I'm so excited you can reach me now on my private phone line. Just call one 900 phone line. And so many things I'd like to tell you. You're my friend, so call me. That's one 900 909 tiff If you're one of my lucky callers, you'll get to talk to me live, one-on-one. Remember my number, one 900 Yeah, how will we ever know that someone talked to you? Under 18, get permission before calling. $2 first minute, 45 cents each additional minute. Call me. How many of those calls do you think are like... Yeah, take that phone and put it between those huge tubes. I actually... Now rub the... Rub it on oh yeah. Take that phone put it in your pants. I'm going to call at 4 a.m. She might answer. So, please put the receiver in your butt. I heard that this one made, made a lot of money. I'm serious. I was doing some digging, and this was the one that I kept finding was making the most money. Seriously. Yo, my name is The Prince. Stop whatever you're doing and listen to this. You know, sometimes it's just nothing to do at home, so now you can call me and Prince. Telephone. On the telephone. <laughs> Inside speak on the hip-hop scene. Just dial the number on your TV screen. It's my latest creation. Prince, you're bugging. It's mine. All right, it's ours, and it's called the new rap hotline. So give us a call. The new line is kind of deaf. Dial one 900 deaf Two dollars the first minute, thirty-five. Doesn't matter if you're from the west, east, north, or south. Just keep my wife's name out your fucking fucking mouth. There you go. There was dial an insult. This looks good. I think I I remember dial an insult. 
It was kind of funny. Yeah, I remember this. But they didn't have enough insults because we called it repeatedly. <laughs> Let's see. Spin Magazine playlist had their own 900. No, number. nobody's calling Spin Magazine's playlist. Get out of here. Video game hints. Uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Sounds bogus. A kiss hotline. Yes. Yes. I kiss and we'll tell you about our new album, Smashes, Thrashes and Hits and all kinds of other stuff. No makeup. And right now I want to put on my disc jockey voice. Kiss fans and rock and rollers don't miss this opportunity. Listen, you guys, it's only going to cost you two bucks the first minute and 45 cents each additional minute. (laughs) It's not that much money you pay. It's your front row ticket to kiss. It's like being at the show. Get your parents' permission before you call us. They didn't have 15-year-olds listening to them then, did they? I'm utterly surprised that still isn't in existence. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. They could still be making money off that. Freddy Krueger had his own 900 number. Santa Claus had one. Rapping Santa. And then uh, just a whole bunch of different ones. MC Hammer. MC Hammer. I want to oh, hear Hammer. that. Oh, Hammer. Yeah, I want to hear that. Audio Entertainment. I want to hear that. Audio Entertainment is crushing. I want to hear number. Hi, I'm MC Hammer. I'm the two that you see. Let's get it started. Pump it up and turn this mother out. Call 1-900-909-MC-MC. I have a feeling if you call, you get that other guy more than you get MC Hammer. Call and hear MC Hammer. Kind of like you got DJ Jazzy Jeff. I think, people, I think people yell stuff together when they're embarrassed about what they're yelling. <laughs> Kids, ask your parents permission. Call me. Call me. I'm in Vienna. I'm what you doing. I'm waiting on calls, baby. Oh, he is so excited to talk to you on the phone. LA Nightclub. Jose Canseco had one, too. Oh, awesome. 1-900-234-JOSE. Cool. But there's no video, unfortunately. Uh-huh. And finally, a UFO hotline. That was Stupid. the 30th, 30 weirdest wow. 900 numbers or from BuzzFeed. The Buzz best. Feed. The 30 best, man. Great segment. The Corey hotline was by far the best. God, that was awesome. Can you imagine these kids that were just calling the warrant line every day? Just to, I just want to hear his voice. I want to know what goes behind closed the bus doors. Bus doors. <laughs> bus doors. Yeah. Ridiculous. Warrant. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, the warrant one probably got a lot of calls. You, know, you got to believe Kiss got a ton. Yeah, probably. Well, the which, phone was which, melting down in the video. It so. was. It was on fire. Once again, I have a feeling when you call, you're probably pitched to buy more stuff from Kiss. Right. Buy a Kiss coffee. If you like talking to us on the phone. They were desperate. seeing us. They didn't have their makeup on at that point in their career, so their careers were, were really now. sinking fast. <laughs> Fucking hate Kiss. Um, do you see Michelle Obama's in the E Street Band now? Yeah, you told me that earlier. Yeah, she rocked it with Bruce. It was she was awesome. I can't believe are they gonna leave is she in the band permanently? What did, what did she do? Like what did she sing? She did boogies she, down. So she just went on stage. Yeah, yeah she's she a danced back. with Patty. She got a tambourine. Days. Days. She's see been her. on the screen a whole bunch. She oh, just, really? Yeah. Yeah, she was on there once. There she is. Oh, okay. With Patty. I thought that was Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> Clarence is a little bigger. Oh, and dead. All right. Yeah, a bunch of people took different videos I, of it and posted it. And I knew there was a. Oh. Go ahead. God, she's a monster next to those other women. Oh. Huge. I'd be scared if she came oh. walking by. <laughs> she had. You can barely see it, but she has the tambourine. <laughs> yeah, she's a member of the E Street Band. 
I uh, saw that they, yeah, there's that picture of them uh, out to dinner in Barcelona. Steven God, Spielberg, what? Obama, and Springsteen. I gotta tell you, that looks like one boring dinner to me. I don't want to be at that dinner. Yeah, it'd be horribly boring. Ooh. Wow. Although, if there's no cameras around, maybe they're talking about pussy or something. Yeah, that's... God, I'm that serious. Be, that's hilarious. I'm, I, that I'm kind never, of serious. That never dawned on me in a million years. Yeah, and Spielberg's the worst. <laughs> Wait, the worst how? Like, just just in terms of talking about, about really heavy yeah. details about pussy. <laughs> and pussy, too. I like it when they're trimmed. <laughs> I don't care. I'll take anyone. Give I me really bush. prefer the butthole. Give me Bush. That reminds me, uh, Smokey Robinson's book is out. <laughs> what is he doing? Smokey, what are you doing? You know, Smokey is apparently talking about his sex life is on fire at 83. He's just banging like crazy. But he also pointed out that he had a long-term affair with Diana Ross. Yeah, while he was what, married. What are you doing, Smokey? Uh, that's pretty weird. That's right up there with Chinooka, I think, talking about his sex life at 83. <laughs> Did someone ghostwrite this and he just didn't read it? I don't know. I have no idea what Chinooka is. <laughs> Not only that, when he when he's talking about Diana Ross, he's like, I was trying to help her. Was yeah, she was young. She's trying to advance her career, and I was trying to help her. It's Basically, like, he's, oh. he's admitting to the casting. <laughs> yeah, I, I see. <laughs> Cancel him! <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he says he, he didn't nail Aretha, although she was fine. She's like, yeah. I don't think so, because I, uh, I think you would have nailed her. Yeah, but yeah, that uh, yeah, uh, she needed help. She was young and trying to get her career advanced, and uh, I was helping her uh, uh, to my dick <laughs> with my I was helping with my with dick. my dick. Have a second helping of my dick. <laughs> yeah, I love how he explained it. He's like, we were working together, and it just happened. <laughs> just it just happened. Yeah, when you ran out of patience. To help her career. I'm going to get it all up in your vag <laughs> with my dick. With my dick. <laughs> all like right. my erection selection. I realized we started early, so are we, Brandon, are we at the... Okay, yeah, it's 2.57. I didn't realize what time it was. Um, I did want to mention, though, Diana Ross. I, You know, when, when I saw that, I was like, boy, she seems like Diana Ross knew how to get help. Oh, yeah. She was banging Barry Gordy. Oh, yeah. She had a kid with Barry Gordy. Which, but Which, in all seriousness, is why I don't think it's that big of a deal that he's no, outing it. But oh, no, I know. Nobody said anything. And then Smokey, the big songwriter at Motown. Yeah. What do you know? She got first choice of a lot of great songs because she had six consecutive number ones. Not that Diana Ross wasn't great. But that when I started thinking about that, I was like, I think I need to go to her Who Dated Who. What would Brandon do? Oh. Go to her Who Dated Who, of course. So it looks to me like... It was Barry Gordy and Smokey. Then when she started thinking, remember when she did The Wiz? Yeah, the yeah. Movie when Michael Jackson, along? yeah. Yeah, then, then all of a sudden she's banging Ryan O'Neal, Warren Beatty, Richard Gere, John Voight. And then she gets back to music and it's uh, Eddie Kendricks, Gene Simmons, John Taylor of Duran Duran. Gene Simmons! Trying to appeal to the younger audience, yeah. And Gene, <laughs> there's some story and I couldn't find it, where Kiss are, he was with, she was with Gene for a while because Gene was, this is so weird, Gene was dating Cher. Yeah. And Cher, Gene was going Christmas shopping for a present for Cher, and he asked Diana Ross if she would help him, and they ended up banging! Wow. Isn't that bizarre? Mm. So he's with Diana Ross for a while, and Gene, I mean, he, I know he's talked about it, but just how, what he thought, she thought she was great and all this. Anyway, they were they were, <laughs> they were doing... Um, she used to call the hotline. <laughs> <laughs> every day. She would call every day for an update. It was every amazing. Day. That was how into me she was. <laughs> They were they were rehearsing, or they were doing 
whatchamacallit, before the show. Sound check. Yeah. Sound check. And Diana Ross, like, walked in to watch for a little bit because she was, she was so into me, man. She <laughs> would go to sound check. It was incredible. And apparently, as she was walking out, I think Ace said something on the microphone <laughs> that was offensive to black people. I know, which is like, Ace! Ace! And he thought it was really funny. What did honestly, he say? Honestly, Jim remember. should be mad at the guy at the soundboard for not cutting off a microphone when Ace is in front of it. I think he was mad at Gene for not laughing. It's like, Gene, come on, I should come first. I'm in the band with you, man. That was a good one. That was a great one. I think it was in Kiss and Tell. And um, I can't, I just can't remember what it was. It was, I was going to say it was a Sig Heil or something, but he did oh, that geez. a million other places. Ace. Ace is a madman. <laughs> All right. The show is uh, sponsored by Hall Financial, our presenting sponsor. And if you're looking for a great way to get down payment assistance, Hall has announced a 1% down program with up to $4,000 in forgivable down payment assistance for qualified buyers. Uh, if you're thinking about spring or summer renovations or a second home, Take advantage of the equity in your home. You can find how much equity you have in five minutes. Just call Hall, 866-CALL-HALL, or go to their website and click the link to get started for Hall's Above and Beyond Five Star Service, which they provide for our fine listeners. And thanks to Eli, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Trudy, who I'm sure will have tons of draft comments. Yeah. Commentary. And uh, go to our YouTube channel, and please subscribe. We're up to 7,400 subscribers Boy, it does get sloggy, though. When you're used to getting like a 500 a day, it seems like, oh, this is going to be nothing. And, and it's then been sudden, seven years. It's like, <laughs> I know, it's like, we get a thousand a year? No, it's it's like 20 or 30 a day. It'd be nice to get 101 day or something or 500, like the old days when it just started. But anyway, yeah, subscribe. There's great stuff on there. I'm telling you, there's some funny stuff on there. There's something for everyone. You can enjoy Stephanie Mead's Instagram with us like we did a couple weeks ago and many other things so have a great day and we will see you tomorrow